You're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. With Gene and Chris, you're back on the Paracast, but Chris is a remote person today. And not because of his personality being remote, it's because... He is not at his studio in Arizona. Right now, you're in California, sunny California. Yeah, real sunny. Boy, you should see my face, Gene. I got burnt out on the water. Oh, my goodness. We went out on Ron's boat, and I just didn't realize how how strong the sun was, uh, bouncing off the ocean, you know, cloudless sky. And, uh, man, did I get a sunburn. Now I'm all peeling. I'm trying not to peel on his desk. Hey, this is your uh, as yet unannounced guest, but I have an urgent question. If Chris is remote and I can see him, does that mean I'm remote viewing? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's Ron James. And he is something or other. We haven't really identified him yet, but he sometimes is known as a conscious media producer. Sometimes. Right. Other times we call him an unconscious media producer. <laughs> I think more people have said that. Yeah. Or more people want you to be unconscious. But then you'd be just like the U.S. Congress, where most people think the U.S. Congress is unconscious or should be. Or rendered unconscious, maybe. Oh, well, you know, they're too busy passing bills that don't do anything. Yeah. We don't want to get into politics, though, because we never discuss politics on the Paracast. Except, of course, this is... Once again, our latest NSA edition, because we know the NSA is watching and listening to us. Even though this is only an audio hookup, they secretly turn on the cameras on their computers. But seriously speaking, I want to talk over a few things here. And one of the issues that we always raise here is how people get interested in the paranormal. And I've long maintained that I've really never had any paranormal experiences. But I guess that's only semi-true. I'll give you an example. Back in the 1970s, early 1970s, my first wife and I are together. Her name's Geneva Hagen now, and you've heard her on the show. And she wakes me up one night and says, I just saw a water elemental. You know what a water elemental is, Chris? Uh, hold on, he's, he's, he's swimming. Yes, I do know what a water elemental is, Gene. Okay, so I saw something in the distance. I didn't have my glasses on or my contact lenses. So I said, okay, that's... Experience number one. Experience number two, we did see a light in the sky that made a couple of rapid maneuvers before it disappeared. That's back in the late 60s. That's my one and only UFO sighting. And if it doesn't sound very detailed, that's all it is. A light maybe, in the maybe sky. What you, maybe what you saw in the water was a Kelpie. <laughs> or, or possibly a mer person. On the Discovery Channel, they had mermaid the body discovered and it was a whole uh, docudrama with fake people playing even faker people and uh they uh purported the existence of underwater skunk apes that are more elusive than bigfoot and live in kelp forests deeper than anything in the state of new mexico wow it is a remote possibility that we have been shadowed in our evolutionary process by our aquatic tail-bearing but possibly breedable counterparts under the ocean Yes, but I'm just wondering, what, do they lay eggs and then the the male swims over the top and exudes some sort of, like, sperm-like? No, that would be fishy. These are supposed to be underwater skunk mammal things. So even though they have fish tails, they probably underwater big feet? (laughs) Basically, yeah, they had this whole theory about how 
um, man at some point, you know, was fishing out of the ocean and everything, and a bunch of them jumped in and never came back. Right. And then theoretically, they evolved tails and fins, and right. and now they're out there, and the Navy knows about it, and they're trying to train them and use them as a super secret weapon against Chinese nuclear submarine. Yeah, but in order for them to breed, they would have to have genitalia, and they, all they have is a tail. So I'm I'm confused. I have a feeling that you know evolution came up with some clever way to put little thingies and thingettes in the little <laughs> tail sections, and you know they just kind of walk up and and go to it. And they, it's not like laying eggs; it's probably mammalian, like whales do it. I mean, whales have tails; they still have wieners and stuff. You know, this is a family radio show, and we're talking about thingies and thingettes. But I never finished my experience. Well, I was keeping it family rated. I mean, you know, I could see it right now at home. Mommy, watch that thingy. <laughs> and the parent you. says, shut up. You can't use those terms around here. Yeah, you don't have a thingy yet. Go away. Right. But let me just talk about the thingy with regard to the water elemental. We were in a living room sleeping when she woke me up that she saw this creature that she called a water elemental. We were not near water. We were in southeast Pennsylvania. Well, we were maybe 50 miles from water. What's, she must have been dreaming. I suppose. Let me give you the other crazy things that happened to me. Because well, wait, if, it, wait if, if, if you guys are away from water, then wouldn't it be just an elemental? Why would it be a water elemental? I suppose something in the characteristic of what she saw. She's not here to tell you. Next time oh, she comes she saw on the something show. that looked like water. No, she saw something that looked like what she said was a water elemental. You're asking me to justify something said by a person who is not here to defend herself. When yeah, she is here... True. Well, technically that's heresy, not admittable, and therefore it probably shouldn't be construed as a paranormal experience. And the other thing that I do, I have a habit of predicting accurately what dialogue will be uttered by people on a TV or movie show. And maybe because it's all such a cliché, these days that I could listen to the show and I'll repeat the dialogue that will be uttered by the actor or actress before they say it. And I do that occasionally. Yeah, yeah I'm, I've been known to do that too. Actually. We had something like that happen in the film Dead Whisper, but you're not a ghost. But it was the same thing. Yeah. Well, Somebody you... said something and then later on we found the voice saying the same thing on EVP. Okay, so. well anyway, let's hear the craziest thing happen, of course, is when the first previews came out for this new version of Superman called Man of Steel came out. And I heard the music. I like the melody of what they call the Clark Kent theme from Hans Zimmer. And I thought, well, before I see the film, I wonder how this is going to end. And I don't want to give people a spoiler here because the film is new and people might still be watching it. So I thought, how would this film end? And I came up with a solution, which is a final scene plus go to the closing theme. And I went to see the movie. And it ended almost exactly the way I predicted, the dialogue and the closing. Again, it must be a big cliche, right? It kind of sounds that way. If the dialogue's predictable, then they're, they're rapidly descending into the realm of cliches, I would imagine. Well, how often in a movie these days do you hear dialogue that's more than a cliche especially a comic book movie yeah well i mean come on the, the average sentence length in a in a movie script or screenplay is about maybe four words five words so what'd you think i don't know i thought it sucked you did yeah i mean that's kind of they've dumbed it down so far that 
Boy, you'll, you'll watch a movie from the 40s where they rattle off five-minute, you know, monologues. It, it just doesn't happen that way. People, People's brains are not set up, I guess, in the modern era to uh, process, you know, amounts of information above four or five words in a sentence. You know, I can think of a couple of exceptions. Two films. The Casino Royale film with Daniel Craig as James Bond and Skyfall. There were lots of scenes there with snappy dialogue, and the dialogue consisted of more than four words and more sometimes than a single sentence. Yeah. Well, let's say a Silver Linings Playbook was a nice, smart, uh, well-thought-out film that had some really great monologues. So they're still out there. They're just harder to find, and they have less explosions. Right. Well, of course, in order to have good dialogue, you've got to hire 12 script doctors, each of which gets to do, what, one line? You wonder about these films. They've got you know six or eight different writers. They've rewritten the script 160 times. And you wonder, okay, shoot the darn thing. You know what? That's a question that before I came to Hollywood, I asked often. And now that I'm in Hollywood, I totally get it. I think that when somebody is inspired with a creative idea, it comes to them through the ether. And as it comes into the human mind, it already becomes, I won't say corrupted, but it's not in its pure splendor. Pure splendor, indeed. Here's some more pure splendor for you to ponder. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. Hey, neighbors, summer is just about here. The weather's great. The kids are getting out of school, or maybe they're out of school already, as they are in Arizona, and there are many places you'd rather be. But even though you don't want to be at work, business never stops. Well, here's the good news. You can escape the office and still stay connected to your coworkers and clients, share ideas, solve problems, get projects done, just use GoToMeeting with HD Faces. This is the powerfully simple way to meet and collaborate online. With GoToMeeting by Citrix, it takes just a click to share your screen and work on your documents in real time. Try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. For this special offer, visit GoToMeeting.com. Click the Try It Free button. Use the promo code PODCAST. Remember, use the promo code PODCAST for GoToMeeting. Meeting is believing. Friends, this is Alex Jones for MidasResources.com. For more than 15 years, I have exclusively used Midas Resources for all my precious metal needs. Whether it's bullion or collectibles you're looking for, Midas Resources is simply the best. I own my gold as a hedge against inflation. This Federal Reserve fiat currency could go the way of the Deutschmark and the Weimar Republic anytime. In these historically dangerous times, it makes sense to physically hold gold and silver. Midas already has some of the best deals in the industry. But if you give them a call and mention the radio special, they will give you a list of the day's super specials. Midas brokers are standing by to answer all your questions at 800-686-2237. They also have a lot of informative free literature explaining the opportunities and risk of holding precious metals. They are ready to answer your questions at 800-686-2237. Again, that's 800-686-2237. 
Hi, my name is DeRay, suffering from migraines, having Botox injections in my head and neck to alleviate pain, costing $1,500 out of my pocket. I discovered Dr. Ortman and Gentle Touch Chiropractic Adjustment called Nuka. I'm migraine-free since my first adjustment. Thanks for giving me my life back, Dr. Ortman. I wish they prescribed you instead of Botox. Thanks, DeRay. Putting the bones back in place is only half of the solution. We design a nutritional supplement program the body can handle and actually absorb, providing nutrients targeting the problem area. Between Nuka and Nutrition, we will have you on the road to a faster and more permanent recovery. Look us up on the web at drortman.com or call 952-303-9124. Let us help you feel better faster. Wellspring Spinal Care at 952-303-9124. Again, that's 952-303-9124 or on the web at drortman.com. Weakened by GMOs, stressed out about money, and blasted by the electric environment. Hi, I'm Pastor Ginny, and that was the state I was in back in 2010. Then I learned about RNA drops. I learned that 97% of my DNA that scientists have called junk is actually packed with millions of gene switches that play a critical role in controlling how my cells, organs, and other tissues behave. I learned I don't have to put up with disease, decay, or decline like I'd been conditioned to believe. I began taking RNA Drops, a 100% natural formula designed to turn on those switches and provide me with amazing health and joy. Learn more about RNA Drops and order a free sample today. Visit rnafreesample.com. That's rnafreesample.com. Or call toll-free 888-577-3703. Pay only shipping and handling for a free 30-day supply of RNA drops. Get the information you need and the health you want at rnafreesample.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. With Gene and Chris, assisted by conscious media producer Ron James, we're talking here, I guess, about my non-paranormal experiences and a little bit about Hollywood stuff. So you're saying here, Ron, that you get an idea for a film, comes out of the ether or whatever, or maybe because you took ether, depending on your point of view. As, as, as it is in the mind of the person who received it, it's in its second most purest form. If that person is able to take that idea, get it down on paper, assemble a crew, and make the film he wants to make, or any creative endeavor, it is as close to that purity as it gets. But in Creativity by Committee, which is how things are done, if you've ever watched a movie and just wondered, how could this movie be written by somebody, written by a bunch of other people, and then go through a committee and focus focus groups and everything designed to try and make the film better and come out so badly it's because the original creative purity is diluted more and more and more by all of the things that make us human a lot of times it's better to be an auteur than it is to sit in this hollywood assembly line and try to be a part of the bigger machine well of course with a comic book movie you not just have a producer a director and a screenwriter you've got the keeper of the legend of that comic book character that you have to deal with. You have to deal with, for Superman, DC Comics, with Spider-Man, you have Marvel, and you've built up these characters over the years, and there are certain things about them, characteristics, that before you change anything, 
you've got to go back and get their approval, test it out, test market it, focus group it, check the dialogue. It's a very complicated process, and that explains why those movies are all so imperfect. But speaking of movies, Chris, you were telling me something here the other day that James Fox is on a new movie project with Tracy Torme, and we should give a background here. James Fox, of course, did this great UFO documentary, I Know What I Saw, then he got involved with the worst TV show on the planet devoted to UFOs called Chasing UFOs for, what was it, National Geographic? Correct. Okay. This is the project where two of the hosts, including James, basically <laughs> disavowed the show before the first episode was broadcast. So we assume James Fox had to do something else. So he's involved with Tracy Torme. What's this all about, Chris? Well, I'm not exactly sure that they really even know. Um, Well, that makes it even more dangerous, (laughs) but that's true for Hollywood. They all know what they're going to do. Well, Tracy is a really, really talented, gifted writer. He was the senior story editor for Star Trek New Generation. He came up with the whole concept of uh, the Dixon Hill character in the, the 30s holodeck episodes. And uh, he also did the show Sliders back in the 90s, which was really well done for a show of its type. It was kind of... It was light. It was uh, comedic in, in many ways. But some of the storylines were quite ingenious about parallel universes. And, and that was Tracy's baby. He wrote, put it together, uh, produced it, uh, hired everybody. And he did a very good job of that. And, of course, he's probably best known in the field uh, of ufology for his movie Fire in the Sky, which was the, uh, the, the feature film about the Travis Walton case. And uh, Tracy is going to be writing the majority of the movie, if not all of it, and it is a feature film. They they are really doing a a um, you know a top shelf project here, and I was invited out to do a sit down interview with Tracy, who unfortunately is you know having some health problems right now. He was unable to be there, so James did the interview. But uh, they have quite a number of people that uh, they've gotten involved, and and I'd say ninety percent of these names are very well-respected and well-considered in the field. Um, I had the pleasure of, of touching bases with Ann Druffel, who, of course, is the longtime L.A. area madam of UFO research here in Southern California. She's, she's been at it uh, almost 50 years. She also had, interestingly enough, Gene, the original Polaroid snapshots that Rex Heflin took in 65 of the, of the strange disc uh, craft that flew by his car, by his truck, a very, very compelling. Uh, I really took a careful look at these photographs, and I, they look genuine to me, especially the last one with the smoke ring that uh, the object left when it, when it zipped away. Now, let me just so, tell our listeners before you proceed. Andrew Ruffle was a guest on the Powercast on March eleventh, two 2007. It's available on our archives. You want to hear about it. Yeah, she's she's a real sweet lady. Um, one of my heroes. She's really been an unsung hero. Not a big self promoter. Doesn't go around touting her work. Um, she was very very good friends with James McDonald, of course, who tragically passed away many years ago now. But he was he was one of the few real mainstream scientists that got involved in in ufology. And there is some question about the the events surrounding uh, McDonald's death. But but it was real fun catching up with her. John Alexander was there. Nick Pope, Leslie Kane. They put together quite an impressive list of of, of people to interview. I'm not exactly sure where they're going to go with this. The, the project's working title is 701, 
which is a number of um, unexplained cases in Project Blue Book. Tracy uh, also co-wrote the novel uh, Fast Walker with Jacques Vallée. So, you know, Tracy is, is very up to speed on many, if not most, of the various permutations of thinking in, in ufology. And, you know, I really look forward to, to his insight and, uh, and writing skill in putting a project like this together. I think that there's uh, some real good potential with this partnership. This could be the most important film, you know, in, in recent memory that's been made about the subject of, of UFOs. So I really have high hopes for this project. I, I'm the eternal optimist. I think, like I said, it's a good partnership. Um, they seem to be asking very intelligent, probing questions. Of course, I, I think James was a little bit freaked out by John Alexander lurking around all day in the shadows, uh, oh. kind of scaring people. <laughs> I wonder if he had a tape recorder or something. No, but, but all kidding aside, it, I was very honored to be asked to, to come out and, and be a part of this. And, and also it gave me a chance to uh, work on some projects that uh, Ron and I have been have been uh, involved in over the years that uh, to, to tie up some loose ends, complete some projects. And it's been uh, all in all a very uh, successful trip. Okay, so any indication yet when this new project might come to the fore? Usually it's a couple of years. Yeah, it's it's going to be a while down the road. And I wouldn't have really mentioned anything about it unless James had already mentioned things publicly about the project. So I, I feel okay at least acknowledging that the project's going on. With with projects of this type, they do kind of get a life of their own. And I'm, I'm sure such a talented writer, writer as Tracy you know, at the helm in terms of the creative part of this. I, I think it's going to be a very, very good project. And this is probably the only two guys that could get together and do a project and, and offer an invitation to come out and be interviewed and, and me not really have an idea of what they were planning on doing. Uh, I normally need a lot more upfront qualifying information before I get involved in a, in a video project. I did come out here uh, with virtually little or no information about what I was getting involved with because I do respect these two guys. It's the kind of thing that you could basically take this on faith that they will do everything they can to produce something with integrity, which happens so seldom in Hollywood, as we all know. We have Ron James, producer, who, by the way, also handled the videography over at the Citizen Hearing on Disclosure. We'll get some insights of that later. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. If you want to get your website online and you need reliable service, first-class service at the lowest possible price, there's only one place to go. Well, DreamHost has a special promotion with our show where they'll offer you unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, one-click web apps such as WordPress, 24-7 support. You can save over $55. You want to know how? Go to DreamHost.com slash radio, DreamHost.com slash radio. Whether it's personal mail, whether it's business email, you want reliable, dependable delivery, freedom from spam, freedom from viruses. Well, Polaris Mail offers professional email hosting services for your personal or small business use. Each account uses 25 gigabytes of storage, an easy-to-use webmail interface, and full mobile sync. Sign up today for a 30-day free trial at PolarisMail.com, PolarisMail.com. 
big business has discovered the preparedness market, and that makes it difficult to know where to go and who to trust. MyPatriotSupply.com is owned and operated by patriots just like you, has the best prices on storable food, non-GMO seeds, water filtration devices, home canning equipment, survival and self-reliance books, and more. MyPatriotSupply.com has old-fashioned values and the absolute best customer service in the industry. Look for the deal of the day, unique affordable survival supplies that fit anyone's budget. Get same-day shipping on all orders and free shipping on orders over $49. Call 866-229-0927, 866-229-0927, or visit MyPatriotSupply.com for emergency preparedness, self-reliance, and food independence. Shop with a name you know and a name you can trust. Before it's time to survive, it's time to prepare. MyPatriotSupply.com It's time to prepare for an uncertain future at the Midwest Self-Reliance Festival. June 28th, 29th, and 30th at the Valair Ballroom in Des Moines. Tickets are only $6 per day or $12 for a three-day pass. Speakers include Jackie Clay of Backwoods Home Magazine, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy of Doom and Bloom, and Jack Spearco of the Survival Podcast. There's 100 free conceal and handgun classes each day, and you'll gain valuable knowledge as you learn how to prepare with beekeeping, soap making, canning supplies, cooking with solar, gold and silver, seed banks, and water purification. There's even a free apple seed shoot for the kids. Check out the Longevity booth and the health product line with pharmacist Keith Abel speaking about natural healthy living. The Midwest Self-Reliance Festival, June 28th, 29th, and 30th in Des Moines, Iowa. Presented by My Patriot Supply and sponsored by Genesis Communications Network. Visit ValAirBallroom.com for tickets and find us on Facebook at the Midwest Self-Reliance Festival. It's hard to imagine when things are going reasonably well just how quickly things can change. But what would it take? Economic collapse? Massive crop failure? Chemical or biological attack? So many situations could find you in the grocery looking to pick up food for your family only to find that the shelves are empty. There's nothing. Don't let that happen. Act today to make sure that if it ever comes to that, you and your family will be provided for. Visit FreezeDryGuy.com to look at the wide variety of survival foods available. Freeze-dried foods from the Freeze-Dry Guy store longer, rehydrate faster, are nutritionally superior to, and taste better than any other long-term storage food available. Visit FreezeDryGuy.com or call toll-free 866-404-3663. FreezeDryGuy.com Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? With Gene and Chris in the Paracast, we've got Chris off in, what, Laguna Beach in California? Correct. Overlooking the waves, hoping there are no sharks there. Boy, did we have fun a couple, three days ago. We went out on Ron's boat, and we just happened to luck out and stumble on a pod of what was estimated by the the dolphin watch boat that was nearby that took some incredible video. They estimated there were about 6,000 dolphins in this single pod, and I'll tell you, it was one of the most magical things I've ever seen in nature. It was just really uh, just stunning. All those dolphins. Maybe they are the people or the entities or the creatures who bring us UFOs. There's certainly a a mythos for that, but then again, there's a mythos for everything. 
we were out there. The, the dolphin experience was pretty incredible. They were swimming right at the bow of the boat in groups of a dozen or more. They were looking up at us. They were jumping out of the water. One of them even purposely splashed me while I was trying to take its picture. It was just, uh, it was incredible. Everywhere you look, just imagine the sea just churning white. From a distance, it just looked like white water. And then you get close and it's just nothing but thousands of dolphins just swimming at top speed and jumping in and out of the water. It was absolutely incredible. The level of their awareness is incredible. Yeah, it was just one of those moments, I guess. It was funny because on the way to the dock, Chris was asking me about, because he'd seen the video from January, about a pod of dolphins doing that. I was like, well, they said that it doesn't happen that often, but it's also not that rare. But I guess it's rare enough that it, the last time it happened was in January. So imagine how strange it felt to, to take the boat out and just run right into this right after Chris was asking about it. I'm like, uh, okay, well, <laughs> be careful what questions you ask. The universe is giving you some pretty solid answers. Yeah. So is there anything about dolphins that we would call paranormal? Either of you can answer. I, I did a film once that was in the Sedona Film Festival called Dolphin S, and it came from my own personal experience uh, scuba diving with and seeing dolphins in the wild. They certainly have a psychic ability to them. They're as smart or smarter than we are. And it really makes you wonder as you watch the way they behave under the water if they're, you know, maybe their bodies are here, but their minds are somewhere completely different. And the way the dolphins actually hunt and the way they organize themselves in the ocean and the way they communicate, oddly enough, is if you can explain dolphin communication, it also explains a lot of paranormal activity. They just did a, a, a finding with dolphins that seems to indicate that because linguists are unable to determine uh, with even the best computers, what the dolphin's language is, it's stumped people for a really long time. But apparently there's a membrane inside the dolphin's ear that vibrates whenever the dol- another dolphin makes a noise. And when that membrane vibrates, it actually creates a picture, an image of what the other dolphin is, is conveying. So you're taking sound and you're converting it to something that creates a picture in the mind of the receiving dolphin. And that's why linguists can't pick up what the dolphins are saying because it's a completely different approach to language and then when you get into telepathy and some of the abilities that dolphins seem to have underwater in other ways of communicating and and picking up things that people are feeling you know it opens up that whole quantum theory to what's happening outside of our physical realm and when you open that door and you look at, at things that are happening in this place then it could explain a lot of things that we call paranormal so yeah it's an interesting parallel is there anything about dolphins what we know that could identify with paranormal phenomenon and the answer surprisingly is sure absolutely well the thing i'm understanding from what you say is they have extraordinary mental abilities and we're not 100 percent sure about that what they can do and what kind of insights they have and more to the point if this is beings creatures on our own world that we can't understand completely what about visitors from another planet how would we understand them yeah. Well, absolutely. And, you know, we don't we don't even know what would a visitor from another planet look like. Maybe maybe it could be here as a tree sitting there observing its neighborhood. Maybe their antenna is transmitting to another another galaxy. The breadth of what life can be, just what we see on our own planet, especially when you start looking at the ocean. Look what can exist in the ocean and, and these uh, amoebas that only exist near the mantles where the superheated water comes out of out of the earth and that's where they thrive so you're kind of saying we don't really know what life is enough to even be able to say we could identify it if it was right in front of our face and you're absolutely correct 
Well, even if we have a vague understanding of the people here and other creatures here and how smart they might be, that doesn't mean that similar life forms don't evolve on other worlds. It may be that certain type of life forms are better capable of building civilizations. I'm not trying to be an egomaniac here, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, and assuming that E.T. is human, okay? Only on Krypton. On Krypton, we know they're human, but when they're in front of a yellow sun, they become super. But that's just comic books. Yeah, just recently, Morgan Freeman did one of his new Through the Wormhole shows uh, where it was called What Do Aliens Look Like? And they actually did in 3D animation all kinds of different versions of aliens that were based on different environments and different types of life that we know exist on Earth. So, yeah, the... uh, the variety of life as we get off of this planet, if this planet serves as any example, it's it's infinite and it's probably absolutely incredible. Now, of course, when we get outside of the physical realm, you deal with energetic beings and light beings and all of the different kinds of creatures and elementals that they say exist in the in-between and on the other channels. It's just a, it's an infinite variety, I'm sure. Well, just even realizing that life can flourish in oh so many ways. And once again, we don't know what kind of civilization. Or is it possible dolphins have some sort of civilization set up? We don't know. We don't know under the sea whether dolphins have their own flying machines. Well, we're pretty sure they don't. Um, we assume they don't, of course. Yeah. I think one of the coolest depictions of an alien life form was in the, uh, the remake of War of the Worlds. I think it's Steven Spielberg did. Remember the scene where Tom Cruise and his daughter are hiding in the basement of the house i think with randy quaid and and these three-legged uh aliens come in so the tripod pilots of the of the larger tripods i thought those were depicted very interestingly you know the tripod uh life form as opposed to a bipedal life form i think that that's probably a fairly popular motif out there in the uh the great beyond it's very so, stable tripods so et has three legs Maybe. All right. Sounds like you're having a wild time there. Let's just look further over some of the things that have happened. We're covering Chris O'Brien's L.A. trip, and he's with Ron James, a producer, and he's had some pretty fascinating experiences. I think one of the things we were talking about just in general before focusing on the movie business, how badly they've treated the subject of UFOs and the paranormal. Of course, today it's all about reality shows. It's about every one of those shows has to have a payoff before the end. So, for example, on Chasing UFOs, before the end of the show, there had to be something there that was apparently related to a UFO appearing or some new evidence. They had to have a discovery. It was plotted like a very bad science fiction movie. So we see now, for example, as you mentioned before, Chris, that Tracy Torme and James Fox are working on a new UFO documentary. But how do we fix the media perceptions? How do we come out with motion pictures, TV shows that realistically present what's going on? Well, that's a that's a really good question, uh, Gene. And I, I think Ron is at the forefront of a movement that is attempting to bring this thing back to uh, a sense of education and normalcy um uh ron calls this uh way of thinking and uh, the people that are involved networking in this regard um as conscious media 
And unfortunately, we've seen a real trend over the past couple decades of media becoming increasingly unconscious and more premeditated and agenda driven and and just getting, you know, they're dumbing down uh, the not only the actual subjects that they're covering, but the way they present these subjects are, are becoming increasingly uh, lowbrow and unsophisticated and. Ron, why don't you explain uh, your whole idea of conscious media and and talk about some of the folks that are getting involved in this particular mindset and and trying to sort of re-jumpstart this whole coverage of the paranormal. We'll have Ron's answer on the other side. We have Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, paranormal activity, and affording phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, and the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox. Plus, a bonus free email newsletter sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to MrUFO at webtv.net. That's Mr. UFO at webtv.net. Find out what they don't want you to know. When you need it the most, will your generator, power equipment, or vehicle be ready? Gas and diesel fuels go bad quickly when stored, and more than half of generator failures during disasters occur as a result of expired fuel. PRI fuel stabilizers keep your fuel fresh for when you need it most. Nuclear power stations, emergency service providers, and ships at sea rely on PRI fuel stabilizers. And you can too. Call 888-776-9373 or visit PRIproducts.com to find the dealer nearest you. Wheel people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit, and carting to a private bank, having it lent back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Hi, Ted Anderson. I'm placing a silver dollar in a book explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. To thank you for being a loyal listener, we have a limited-time freebie offer for you. Claim your free heirloom tomato seeds, just pay shipping, right now at 123freeseeds.com. These aren't ordinary seeds. These are heirloom, non-genetically modified super seeds that are open-pollinated and can be grown, harvested, and replanted endlessly. These survival seeds are actually more valuable than gold in a crisis. Go to 123freeseeds.com and you can get an airtight storage packet of 150 super seeds free while supplies last to say thank you for being a loyal listener. First come, first served. Just cover shipping. 
Go to 123freeseeds.com now to see if your free heirloom seeds are still available. That's 123freeseeds.com. A little over a year ago, I began to do a lot of research into why, even though I had a pretty good-sized meal, that I was still starving. And my research led me to a well-known fact that most of the soils that we grow our crops on here in the United States and across the industrialized world are almost completely depleted of almost all of the key minerals and trace elements that our bodies need to rebuild themselves, fight off cancer, and be healthy. I then searched out the best vitamin and mineral company out there and discovered Longevity. The Longevity products are designed to give you the real nutrition you need, and once you've got that, you don't have to eat as much to be satisfied. I've lost 37 pounds in two months simply getting the vitamins and minerals I need. Check it out for yourself. It's incredible. Go to InfoWarsTeam.com today and order your first canister of Beyond Tangy Tangerine Complete Multivitamin Mineral Complex Dietary Supplement. That's InfoWarsTeam.com. This is Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. Okay, we're on the other side right now. Look how fast that was. A quick transition. With Gene and Chris in the Paracast, we have conscious media producer Ron James. And before we broke, Chris asked a rather detailed question of Ron. Ron, you've got a host segment. Explain your answers. Well, I think the term conscious media has been being batted around since the 80s in a, in a larger way. And I've been asked on numerous interviews what, what I feel the definition of that is. And boiled down to its simplest form, I think that uh, conscious media is using media products to inform, educate, and enlighten, as well as to entertain. That's the definitive difference between that and, nor- and average media that is just there to entertain. Now, I have to, in a little bit of a way, defend Hollywood. I'm involved with a lot of very, very conscious people out here, more than I've seen in cities like Asheville and Sedona, um, people that are actually in this trying to make the real change. You could be somebody who considers themselves conscious and and you live a certain lifestyle and you protest against the the machine and that's pretty much what you do and that's all you ever succeed in doing. But out in L.A., to their credit, uh, you know, I mean, I know people like Tom Shadiak who gave up his entire movie career and his fortune to go live in a trailer and make the film I Am. Uh, it, it, he, he did Liar, Liar and God Almighty or Bruce Almighty, uh, just a Ace Ventura pet detective. He was the writer, director of that with Jim Carrey. And he's a great example of the level of consciousness that is infiltrating Hollywood. And but rather than stand in the pulpit and, and shout out against how wrong and unconscious and evil and deviant everybody in this media business is, these people are quietly making changes. And the changes don't, it's just like any kind of a big ship. And I spent a long time being a radical, thinking that you just had to make a lot of noise and, and, and that maybe you could force that ship to change. And in my in my older times now, I'm realizing that Change is affected by taking the existing system and doing what you can to influence it. And so to Hollywood's defense, there are a lot of people out here trying to do it. And frankly, you know, I've talked to chief executives at Sony. All these people will tell you the same thing. Um, In fact, I interviewed a guy named Don Levy, who's who's one of the big guys at Sony Animation. I've interviewed... um, people from DreamWorks. I've talked to a lot of really big, well-known people, and they all say the same thing. When the people want it, we'll deliver it. And Oprah has made a valiant effort to bring 
conscious programming to the mainstream and people aren't watching you know it's very sad but her her spiritual shows and her her meaningful conscious media stuff all of us are like this is it this is the the ultimate of the kind of material that we want to produce and deliver but it's not finding an audience and you know so you've got to look at the broader social issues you can't blame hollywood these guys are in the business of making stuff uh that in between they sell toilet paper and so what we do is filler for what they do and if an audience is going to watch a shark attack over a spiritual experience with dolphins you can't blame hollywood for giving them another shark attack and so that being said there's plenty of people in this industry that are slowly affecting change and you see it coming out in mainstream shows you see it coming out subtly in other shows but what we really need is for the public to get out there and to support the people that are trying to do this work and frankly gene they're not doing it they're not doing it in the kind of numbers that it takes to make it to make it mainstream when when oprah can get on with a whole master class with deepak chopra and tony robbins and a number of other of today's greatest spiritual luminaries and it gets so low ratings that they have to refund half the advertising money it's there's something wrong with the picture and the and and the people in hollywood and the people creating the media it's not them that that they're just a reflection of the society that we live in so we need this whole elevation of society in order to have more and more media doing it and guys like me that have been producing conscious stuff for a really, really long time and not making a lot of money doing it, but continuing with it, um, those are the guys that are moving it forward. But there's, there is not a huge living in it. If I, if I were to stop what I'm doing right now and go make the next Girls Gone Wild, I'd be rich by this time next year beyond my wildest dreams. Well, you did um, come up with a good idea. What was that, uh, Victoria's... Uh Oh, yeah. Victoria's Secret Paranormal Investigations. Yeah. So the idea is that because I'm trying to fuse conscious media with the mainstream appetite. So I'm trying to figure out ways to make conscious entertainment sexy. Right. So we have a show about spiritual enlightenment, uh, yoga, good nutrition, only it's with hot babes and lingerie. So you get to watch as they actually evolve. (laughs) You know, it's Um, interesting here as I listen to you. I think one issue that we see here, and that is, it's not just producing the great shows, the movies, TV shows. It is the promotion. It is the tie-ins. I mean, you look at a movie like Man of Steel. Supposedly, they've spent like 150 or $160 million in product placement. You have all these major companies, from fast food places like Carl's Jr. to Sears, involved in the marketing and promotion of this movie and that's you know a tentpole kind of blockbuster summer movie but what about the kind of shows you're talking about conscious media all that stuff will the studios put that money into the promotion of those things they can't just take off if you just let them lay out there and are undiscovered they they are i mean um nbc recently bought guy mtv that movie three magic wishes which was a lot of people thought it was as influential as the secret was picked up for distribution by warner brothers there are people in the big studios that that want to be a part of this they know what's going on they're having their own spiritual thing you you go to hollywood parties and enlightenment is the buzzword and there's a lot of people that are walking it and not just talking it um but again and the studios are going to put money 
where they know they're going to get money back. If uh, if you could figure out a way to make the world a better place, enlighten the planet, teach a wonderful spiritual lesson, and sell Coca Cola, toilet paper, and Big Macs, you would ha- you would have it made. And unfortunately, that's what it is. The mainstream media machine is fed and made possible by the same people that are feeding us bad food, the same companies that are that are that are modifying our foods, the same political system that is causing all of the problems on this planet. So again, the the media that we're being fed is not a result of these people that are trying to control us. They're a result of these people that are business people giving us what we've been conditioned to want. So this change has to happen. It all comes down to the same thing. It has to happen on a grassroots basis. It has to happen person by person. And when you change, the person out there changes to the point where they would rather watch Oprah than Kim Kardashian. Then there'll be more Oprahs. There'll be more channels dedicated to making the world a better place. But right now, it's not happening. And so people can say, well, you know, that that Hollywood machine is just feeding us crap. It's, well, people are pretty much used to it. And they have the power. Only they have the power. You can't tell Hollywood, start making better stuff, and we'll learn to like it. Hollywood's going to make what people show that they like. And that's their business just like anyone else. If, If you were doing a radio show about a subject nobody wanted to hear about, You'd have to decide, do I want to keep doing a radio show or do I quit? And most people are going to say, okay, I'll just do a radio show about something that somebody wants to hear. And, you know, when we talk about changing the process, we move on to the the citizen hearing on disclosure that just happened. And it's a magnificent example of how the people that are really going to affect change in our society – and again, aren't the ones that are going to stand on the corner and scream. They're not the Sedona people standing on the corner going, oh, I live in Sedona. I'm enlightened. The rest of the world is falling apart. You know, I, I lived there for seven years and I still shake my head. <laughs> the, the people that are going to affect the change are the people that are getting into the system as it works and using the existing process to move the wheel of this huge ship that is the course of humanity, little by little, piece by piece. The citizen hearing on disclosure, we could talk about it some more, to me was the shining example of how you enter into the current system and you make a splash and you make a wave and you get people talking. It's a fantastic example of how people can affect change. It's a great example of of what conscious media really is. And uh I think that maybe analyzing that a little bit and looking at what it was might help us to see clearly the path for the future. Now, Chris and I had a couple of shows covering the citizen hearing on disclosure, and we talked about the positives, and there were a lot of positives, and we talked about some of the negatives and whether if we got rid of those negatives, we might have had a much better result, and this is something I'll ask you about. Now, of course, you were a hired hand. You did the filming or videotaping or digital recording of the proceedings and Chris worked with you on that. So we know that part of it was well done and we'll want to focus maybe in our next segment about how you got involved, how you set things up and maybe more important here, where do we go from here? What lessons did we learn about the good parts of the citizen hearing on disclosure? What do we learn about the parts that have been criticized and how do we go forward in making people interested in things like that. More interested because obviously they're interested in the wacky TV shows, especially the reality shows, which I can't understand, by the way. I guess people like to see car crashes, so they want to see wacky things going on TV. We'll get into more of that in a moment. We have Ron James, producer. We have Chris O'Brien, 
And we have Gene Steinberg, because you're in the Paracast. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner, and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. Hi, this this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. Nutritious food is real body armor. It builds muscle, burns fat, improves digestion, and feeds the entire body the nutrients it needs. Did you know the U.S. government banned the hemp plant from growing in the United States and classified it as a Schedule One drug to hide it behind the marijuana plant? People have been confused about this plant for over 80 years, and many still don't know what hemp is. So now you know hemp is not marijuana, and marijuana is not hemp. They are different varieties of the same species. Hemp USA.org wants the world to know these basic facts and to help people understand that hemp protein powder is the best-kept health secret you need to know about. Remember, hemp protein powder contains 53% protein, is gluten-free, anti-inflammatory, non-GMO, and is loaded with nutrients. Call 888-910-4367, 888-910-4367, and see what our powder, seeds, and oil can do for you only at HempUSA.org. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. With Gene and Chris, and Chris, of course, is at Laguna Beach, California, having a whale of a time with dolphins, not whales. Maybe there are whales there, too. We'll have to see. We have Ron James, producer. And before we broke for a few pieces of business, I asked Ron a rather involved question about the citizen hearing on disclosure and about the impact and the potential for the future. But before we go on, let's start at the beginning. Ron, how did you get involved in it? Well, you know, oddly enough, it was about maybe uh, five years ago, six years ago, that I met Stephen Bassett, actually through Chris O'Brien in Sedona. There was some event that Steve was at, and we went and filmed it. And we shot interviews. Carrie Cassidy interviewed him, uh, and I interviewed him in the same sitting. And uh, that was my introduction to Steve. And since then, I've produced a boatload of media with him. We did the uh, 2X conferences together. My film, The Disclosure Dialogues, It Could Happen Tomorrow, that one won uh, Best UFO Feature Film and People's Choice Award at the 2012 uh, EBE Awards uh, down at uh, Open Minds in Phoenix. 
there's a banner for that film on your website too. I see you still have up there. So if anybody's interested in it, they can check it out there. So naturally when citizen hearing came along, uh, Steve brought me in at the very beginning to be associate producer and part of the production team. The thing about the citizen hearing was that Steve had always had this vision of this very formal event that was modeled as closely as possible to a actual congressional hearing and done in a very orderly way and done in such a way that the format would be recognizable by people in positions of power. And right up until the last minute, he was pulling his hair out, just thinking, you know, I I hope I've done this. And for all of its positives and all of its negatives, it was a it was a fantastic event. The evidence was put forth There's so many people that say, and I've heard this before, I've heard it about paranormal phenomenon, and I've especially heard it about UFO-related phenomenon. And that saying is, is that if all of this collected evidence was ever presented to a jury in a court of law, they would have no choice but to, upon the preponderance of the evidence, to say that, yes, there absolutely is a cover-up, a deception, and there absolutely is life coming from somewhere other than our knowledge of this planet. So this was that. I mean, this was the opportunity for as close as you're ever going to see to have that evidence presented in as close to a court of law as it was going to get. This uh, assumption and this saying actually materialized into something where, yeah, we actually got former members of Congress, very some of them very illustrious former members of Congress, to come and conduct this thing. And even though they weren't active members of Congress, and even though it was at the press club and not in Congress, the look and the feel, the order and the way in which the evidence was presented was nothing like it has ever been done. Steve is of the idea that, you know, this whole citizen hearing thing, it doesn't just have to be UFOs. When there's an issue that that we need to deal with as a society and as a country and as a group of people that's not being handled by our lawmakers, perhaps this is the beginning of a whole new genre of resolution. The citizen hearing could be something that resonates and and is duplicated through a whole variety of subjects. You know, let's have citizen hearings on nuclear power. Let's have citizen hearings on whether or not we want the NSA tapping our phones. Let's have citizen hearings on what we really want to do about our issues with Iran and the Middle East. Our political system is failing us. And so this citizen hearing model is something that has shown that you can go and do things in the manner that the system is used to, and perhaps you're going to affect a little more change. It got less ridicule and more positive press than any UFO conference ever ever wanted to have. It found its way into more mainstream news than anything, and most of the coverage was reasonable. I mean, people weren't laughing at us anymore. People were saying, wow, you know, maybe there's something to this. These former members of Congress issued an official document that called for the UN to open up formal investigations into what's going on with this topic. Um, and they did a few other things like um, write formal requests for Burroughs to get his medical records back, things like that. So the citizen hearing is a shining ex- example of what can be done when people say, OK, how can we work within this system to affect change? And how can we how can we do this in a way that is going to get some attention? And it didn't light the world on fire to the point we wanted it to. However, It is a historic event, and it's still resonating. People are still going online to the archives and watching them. Newspaper articles are still being written, and the event is still being talked about. And in the halls of Congress, word is, 
phone calls were made. Louis Farrakhan showed up at this thing, and supposedly he met Roger Lear in the restaurant. And when Roger Lear ran into him, he was on the phone with President Obama, giving him the lowdown on what was going on. So we know that rather our work is visible or not, this format affected the political process in a way that has not been done yet. And so because of that, it's both a victory for the movement and a shining example of how to facilitate change and progress. You understand the criticisms made about it, that maybe 90, 95 percent of the presenters were very credible, but a few, when we know their names, were not so credible. Well, you know, I mean, there was a lot of people that wanted to present that, that to Steve's credit, he absolutely did not let them show up. And some of them are making a lot of noise. And all I can say to that is boo-hoo. <laughs> but, yeah, but um, there's some people who were there that maybe we would have preferred not to be there for similar reasons. Well, you know, you kind of have to look at it like this. Bill Clinton was a pretty good president. Was he always honest 100% of the time? Well, no, but does that negate his presidency? Some of these people that we're talking about have made tremendous contributions. Rather, they've done things that may or not be completely credible. So because of, of certain other media projects and certain collaborations, there were some people there, and we were happy to have them. And you could always attack somebody's character, but you know, if you, if you look at the body of their work, almost all of these people have made contributions. You might not agree with everything. They might not have always been 100% on the up and up, but really, who is? Uh, yeah, at the but end of the day, let's I face it, that- Stephen Greer has problems, very serious problems with the stuff he's done lately. Yes, he's done some interesting stuff with regard to UFO disclosure early on. But I think he corrupted that message severely. And I would highly question, as did a lot of people, having him at this event. I think without him, the event could have gone on just as well or better. And maybe some of the stench would have been gone. Well, look, Chris and I put out the definitive film on UFO disclosure, and Stephen Greer was conspicuously absent from it. And when I met Stephen Greer, it was very apparent to me that he knew it. And so, um, you know, it's like we all have our own personal opinions. I think that Stephen Greer has a certain amount of, of information. Everything that he's done, there may, there's good and there's bad and there's completely honest and there's questionable. We all know that. However, he is still a luminary in the field, and he still did have some valuable information to contribute. So, you know, you kind of got to look at it like that. And I know there was a lot of debate about whether or not that particular person was going to be involved, but we worked with them on Sirius. I don't know if you know this or not, but I was the on-camera personality that hosted the Sirius red carpet premiere party for the webcast. And so I actually interviewed Stephen Greer the night of his film premiere. It was the first time I met him, and it was, uh, it was very fun. Everybody makes mistakes. Stephen's been doing this for a really long time. He was doing it when there was nothing in it whatsoever except a fight. And so, you know, I'm not going to defend all the stuff that's out there or even comment on it. But at the end of the day, if that's the only thing wrong with the citizen hearing, then hallelujah. Uh, like I've said many times on this show, Stephen's message is more important than he is. And the problem is he came to think that he was important. And that the message maybe was less important, and therefore, if he's going to be the messenger to deliver that message, it would be a problem. The point being here, though, we can agree to disagree. I think if he was out of the picture, people like that, maybe some of the things that people pointed to wouldn't have happened. Maybe a certain former government official in Canada saying some wacky things on the final day. (laughs) Quoting Jim Sparks, uh like I said, Gene, I was trying to tickle my nose so I could sneeze and do the, uh, <laughs> but 
Fortunately. It sounds like my dog when my dog sneezes, just like that. Yeah, look, there wasn't a person in that room during um, Paul Hellyer's closing that wasn't just going, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, what, what do we do? I had a paper airplane ready to launch his way. But um, <laughs> it, it, and I did actually on one of the on one of the sessions, I threw one at Richard Dolan because he just kept going and going and going. And we all wanted to go home. So I just tossed a paper airplane at the stage. So you um, are an equal opportunity paper airplane thrower. Believe me, that's yeah. hard to say five times fast. We have Ron James joining Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Classic science fiction at its best. Available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hi, this is Gary Cooper with Midas Resources Gold and Silver. Don't be surprised when the global elite confiscates money from your bank account one day. They have already very clearly telling you that they're going to do it. With what just happened in Cyprus serving as a blueprint for future bank bailouts, if you are concerned about keeping your money, why not consider storing your wealth in gold and silver? Call me, Gary Cooper, at 1-800-686-2237, extension 130. Together we'll discuss your options of buying gold and silver. Again, the global elite have plans for your money and it doesn't include you. So call me, Gary Cooper, at 1-800-686-2237, extension 130, and I will send you a booklet with 10 reasons why gold and silver could be right for you. Again, don't get caught with money in your account when the next bank bailout hits. Call me, Gary Cooper, at 1-800-686-2237, extension 130. Oklahoma reminds us there are many kinds of storms in our lives. Nature regularly sends us destructive storms. 24 hours before a storm strikes, people panic. It would be wise to prepare ahead of the panic curve. The food price storm from drought and livestock problems is forecast to hit ridiculous heights by the end of the summer. Wonder if there will really be a problem? eFoods Direct has a plan to maximize your food dollar and guarantee you will be glad you ordered food. Until June 30th, buy three of any food item and receive the fourth one free with free shipping the guarantee after september 20th when you've seen what happened with food prices and shortages if you're not glad you ordered food return the food unopened for a full refund go to efoodsdirect.com alex or call 800-409-5633 your peace of mind guarantee efoodsdirect.com alex or 800-409-5633 Springtime is sale time at Herbal Healer Academy. 
Current customers know this is the time to save big and stock up at HerbalHealer.com. New customers, welcome to the web's best place to save on vitamins, minerals, and more. Right now, Herbal Healer's spring specials include our 500 parts per million colloidal silver, all sizes on sale, CoQ10 with Hawthorne, Colon Enhancer, Sea Cucumber, Super Fam and Super Male Plex, plus Glucosamine Chondroitin, our best-selling liquid CalMag Vitamin V, and our colloidal minerals, all on sale for spring at HerbalHealer.com and Herbal Healer also offers certificate correspondence courses in natural medicine. Enjoy same-day shipping and free online newsletter. Log on to our nation's leader in supplying quality natural medicine and education. Since 1988, Herbal Healer Academy at HerbalHealer.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. We're returning to that topic, the citizen hearing on disclosure. With Gene and Chris, Ron James joining us. He produced a video of it, and Chris helped him out. Let's just cover the implications now. So I've seen coverage. Some of the coverage is quite favorable. The New York Times did a really good story about the event. Some focus on the Lulu aspects of it. You know, the Lulu aspects being okay, not so much positive. But from here, what is step two? Where do we go from here, Ron? Well, up our sleeve next is actually the Contact D hearing. This, the citizen hearing on disclosure was mainly people who had actual evidence or knowledge of evidence about government cover-ups of the whole issue. The next one is going to be contactee-based, where people that have had experiences and that type of evidentiary presentations will happen. The citizen hearing itself sparked an entire movement. The uh, Congress people involved all put together a letter, the ones that could sign, and put forth the uh, resolution that the UN should get involved. So there's there's people right now working on getting the UN to open formal investigations into what's going on with the cover-up of this type of phenomenon worldwide. Um, so that could be huge. What's really funny about what's happening with the media is there has been such an organized media effort of ridicule for so long that the media still does it. But what they don't understand is that 75% of the people in this country, I'm not sure the exact statistic, but that's that's about it, have the idea that, yeah, there's probably some sort of uh, extraterrestrial intervention with our planet. And almost 100% believe there's life in outer space. Yes, but Ron, Ron, the last poll I saw was one that came out in connection with the Chasing UFOs show that was commissioned by National Geographic. One-third of America believes in UFOs, UFOs in their interpretation being spaceships. So it's not two-thirds, it's not 75%. It used to be 50% back in the 90s and 80s, etc., well, you have to look at National Geographic. For one thing, they're the rigidest, most scientific of the channels. If you look at their programming, it's always skewed that way. So, And then putting out a poll on the heels of arguably the most fiasco of a UFO television show. I mean, chasing UFOs and guys jumping over fences. <laughs> it's almost like going to the circus and putting out a, uh, a thing about who likes peanuts. You know, it's, it's not the same. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say this. I like James Fox, but he's not an action hero. 
Sorry about that. Go ahead, Ron. What's really funny is, and I, I have a, a recollection, and Chris does too, of a meeting with David Serrata probably seven, eight years ago, where David talked about a show called Chasing UFOs. And the whole idea was he was going to fly around in a Learjet and with a parachute just in case he had to abandon the plane and look for UFOs in the sky. And probably, I'm sure, there was some ground, uh, ground maneuvers involved in that concept. But it seems to me that his treatments got chewed up and spit out by, by the mainstream media machines and they kind of ripped him off and put it into this show. I haven't talked to David about it since then, but I'm sure that uh, that he's of that sentiment, especially since the name of the show was the same. Look, if you take all of the different polls, and rather it's a third, two-thirds, whatever it actually is, it's a significant amount of the population. For the media to continue to ridicule it based on an old paradigm, all it's showing is that they are acting on orders that are obsolete to this point. And even they're, in, they're insulting the intelligence of the average American that's really paying attention. If you go to the people that have, have spent five minutes watching ancient aliens or, or learning some of the things that digesting some of the evidence, the percentage of people that believe that we're not being lied to goes up exponentially. So when you start talking about an educated public and then you start you continue the ridicule factor – it's it's a clash of cultures that's that's occurring here, and so this media that continues to to make a joke out of the subject, people are just shaking their heads, and they're exposing themselves more and more of puppets of deception. Of course, when you look at how things are with our government now, we believe them less and less. Now we hear about the NSA and about what they admit is going on, and we assume if that's what they're going to admit, what are they really doing? You know. The approval rate of Congress is what? In the single digits. Nobody believes what they're doing. A bunch of nasty old men who have no clue of what's going on in the world. We talk about the media and where people get their news. So we find, for example, that Comedy Central, the news at Comedy Central, is considered more credible than not just Fox News, but any TV network. No one believes what anybody says. I once theorized that if President Obama tomorrow said, we're being visited by E.T., it's all true, we wouldn't believe him. Well, you know, that plays right into the false flags, because then the very next day, Alex Jones would be on the air saying, it's not true, it's the U.N. disguised as aliens landing on American soil to put us all in trains. You're right, and and we're so confused (laughs) with the stuff we're being fed that the truth is is buried in there somewhere. So people kind of have to be discerning. And the more people search, the more they're able to discern for themselves what feels right and what doesn't. And the more people that actually look into this topic, the more people understand. And we all know, you know, that we're being lied to and deceived on almost every level by anybody in power, whether it's a corporation or a government agency or the whole bureaucracy that makes it happen. Um, but at the end of the day, the media can continue this facade of ridicule, but it's just it's it's falling on deaf ears. I think at the end of my disclosure dialogues movie showed President Obama at a mock disclosure underneath President reveals uh, E.T. presence and it showed videos of flying saucers. And I ended the film. I said, disclosure, it's already happened. The rest is details. And if you're paying attention, disclosure has already happened. The collective society has not yet completely caught up, but I think that the 
presence of ETs being revealed to humanity by ETs is two generations away at best if we survive that long. These races are not going to come down and welcome the barbarians of Earth into the Galactic Brotherhood until we prove that we can survive ourselves. And it's not because there's a pocket of people in L.A., Sedona, wherever, that consider themselves enlightened and the planet is waking up. It's when the rapists in Somalia and the, and the people that are chopping off heads in Saudi Arabia, when those people elevate themselves to a level of understanding the interconnectivity of the human species, then we can talk about a planet that has evolved to the point where we're worthy of being let off of our, our let out of our cage. So, of to course, speak. that assumes also that ET is friendly. That it is ET. There's a lot of questions you can ask there, and a number of those questions are things we've talked about in the Powercast over the years, and things I've seen myself in studying UFOs, which is things are not what they seem to be there either. And that E.T. may be the simplest answer. But when you talk about the media presenting anything, we also have to remember it's not a liberal media. It's not conservative media. It is a corporate media. We have corporations who exist to make a profit. They're not existing to inform the people. Now, one time in the far distant past, for example, with network television, local TV stations, it wasn't about the profits. It was about fulfilling your obligation to get your license from the FCC. That obligation was to act in the public interest. So the news department, it was hands off. You didn't touch them. You didn't tell them what to do. One day they woke up and decided, you know, guys, we could make money from this. You know, this could be a real moneymaker. So they had happy talk news or they have conservative news or liberal news. They simply take the basic information, they distill it, they homogenize it, they change it, and they present it in a way to get the most viewers, the most advertisers, the most profit. End of my soapbox until the next segment. We have Ron James joining us with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com The government's Department of Homeland Security is buying up loads of ammo. At the same time, they're restricting civilians' rights to own and purchase firearms. Can you put two and two together? Infidel body armor can stop every round, including hollow points and 308 sniper rounds. Is reasonably priced and fully legal. But for how long? Go to InfidelBodyArmor.com, spelled I-N-F-I-D-E-L, BodyArmor.com. Infidel Body Armor just won't quit. 
We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit and carting to a private bank, having it lent back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Hi, Ted Anderson. I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. The location, Denver Convention Center. Timeline, June 27th through 29th, 2013. The event, the Doomsday Expo. Our world and nation are changing. It's time for an educational experience that will enlighten you and the entire family at the Doomsday Expo, June 27th, 28th, and 29th at the Denver Convention Center. Check out the latest survival products, learn valuable survival techniques, meet other preppers, and meet guest speakers, including Dr. Joel Wallach, Scott Hunt, Jay Blevins, and more. Boost your knowledge with seminars on natural disaster preparedness, long-term prepping, survival gardens, self-defense, off-grid living, and financial planning. Ladies will get a valuable female perspective on family defense and preparedness. There's even a casting call for Nat Geo's Doomsday Preppers, and everyone will enjoy the first dry food cook-off. Tickets are just $14 for all three days and a Saturday evening concert. Mark your calendars for June 27th through 29th and get all the details at doomsdayexpo.com. Doomsdayexpo.com. Preparation starts here. Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. That bears repeating. Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. And Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse is the key to digestive health. Pro-EM-1 is a powerful liquid probiotic, strong enough to cleanse, gentle enough to use every day. Pro-EM-1 is dairy, wheat, and soy-free, contains all natural and certified organic ingredients, contains no preservatives or animal products, supports a healthy digestive and immune system, supports weight loss, improves absorption, of food nutrients, aids in controlling yeast infections, is never freeze-dried, and uses three groups of live, viable, beneficial microbes to cleanse and remove toxins. Order Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse at Terraganics.com. Spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com. Terraganics.com. Or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Pro-EM-1, the raw probiotic. This is Kurt Seven, the author of UFO Mysteries, and you're listening to the Paracast. Isn't that funny? When I first started working at a radio station as many years ago as news director in suburban Philadelphia, he gave me the bleeds at Leeds line like the first day. Before you start working here, this is the way we do things. And he went to that spiel. I said, all right, fine. You know, I needed a job. So I did what he told me. I didn't lie about anything. You know, I didn't alter anything. I didn't withhold anything. But we had to do what we had to do. With Gene and Chris and Ron James, we're talking about now, segueing from the citizen hearing on disclosure, and we'll get back to that in the impact, but about the way the media treats anything, and not just UFOs, not just ghost sightings, but anything. Ron, you had a comment. Yeah, you know, I was. if it bleeds, it leads is just another example of what I was talking about. If... uh if if society and the people watching and listening were not drawn to that, 
than it would be if it loves it rises above. You know, it would be like, hey, the story about the, the, the little girl that got a kitten that helped her cure her cancer would be the story that leads the day. Our society has, does not have an appetite for that. So we, we, again, cannot blame the media. We have to take a deeper look and we have to take a look at ourselves and what's happening in, in your own homes and your own family and what kind of media you're gravitating to. That's where you're going to find how you affect this change. But you're right. It's a, it's a reflection of what's happening in the human condition. It's not a reflection of a, of a few who are choosing to feed us this stuff. There's a certain argument that says, well, we've been force fed it for so long. It's what we're used to eating. But I just, I just don't buy that. I see people in this, in this field trying to make change and I see them failing miserably until people want to be fed a more healthy diet. They're going to continue to get OJ chases and Kim Kardashian and Snooki. Oh, please don't start with Snooki. Yes. I need boo boo. Y'all boo boo. Okay. The show is now descending into areas that we don't want to approach. Where'd you get the picture? Now, one of the, criticisms made of citizen hearing on disclosure and one of the things that leslie Kane maintains in her own treatment of the subject is don't say we're being visited by et when you go to a scientist or a soldier or a government official what you say is look at all the weird things that are happening look at the evidence the evidence points to something that is solid intelligently controlled tracked on radar photographed etc give them the evidence shorn of the conclusion and let them investigate and reach their own conclusions whatever it is but if you walk in and say et is here they'll look at you and say get out of here that's true and that's a good point and that is one of the bedrocks of the paracast we've we've been championing this uh more conservative approach and and this this approach that that is does not include any sort of conclusion uh that isn't open-ended because we don't know. We don't know what we're dealing with. We we have a certain amount of information that we can refer to. There's evidence uh, that suggests that we're dealing with something highly technological that's not that's non-human. But putting a, for instance, Stephen Bassett uh, putting up a a petition at uh, We the People the the website for the White House uh, and having the word extraterrestrial in it is is you're shooting yourself in the foot. Uh, languaging is very important and if you language something to suggest that you've already made up your mind and you're trying in in a subtle but very specific way to force feed that conclusion onto others without the amount of slam dunk evidence you need to do that then then it does water down the possibilities of of being taken seriously and I, I, I really hope that at some point, somebody can get through, Ron, somebody can get through to Stephen Bassett that we should be a little more conservative in how we language what we're trying to say. And by coming up with, with uh, knee-jerk conclusions, you're pigeonholing yourself and you're, you're cutting your, your nose off to spite your face, well, I, in my opinion. There's another side to that. I mean, we need, you know, we need our Alex Joneses and we need our Stephen Bassett's. We need the people that are pushing all the different ends of the of the spectrum in order to get anything done. Without the the lunatic friends, you don't have the the sane change. And the thing about Leslie is that you know she was Bud Hopkins' girlfriend. She knows what's going on, and she has purposely put herself in a position where she will not take that position in order to mix into the mainstream in what she considers to be a more effective manner. But at the end of the day, is she getting anything done? 
you know, you can go to a scientist and you can say, hey, you know, I think it's ETs. Or you can go to a scientist and go, hey, here's a bunch of stuff. Either way, is the scientist going to investigate it or not? And if you show me a rate of success from her approach and her philosophy, um, then I would be a little bit more willing to say, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's gotten some ears of some influential people, but it's gone nowhere. Citizen hearing, for all of its brashness and all of its assumptions, made some noise that some very important people listened to. And Leslie passed up a fantastic opportunity to jump on and be supportive of something. Instead, she she defaulted. She said she was misquoted, whatever. And she could have done a lot worse job on Stephen Bassett and what he was trying to accomplish than she did. But at the end of the day, she passed up a fantastic opportunity to rally the troops. And rather, people have different, op- different. you know, you start splitting hairs, everybody's got a different opinion. But at the end of the day, you, you need the Stephen Bassetts and you need the Leslies and you need the Stephen Greers and you need the people that are even on the far complete other side offering logical explanations. You need all of them to get to the answers. Yeah, but we don't need Alfred Weber. Before we go on, I think in all fairness to Leslie, her personal relationship with Bud Hopkins is her private business. I don't think that should be a factor in how she addresses her approach in the UFO field. We can argue that, please, without arguing a personal relationship, because there can be lots of reasons people have personal relationships, and doesn't mean she agreed with everything he did or he agreed with everything she did. That's their own private business. Let's just move past that, okay? All right, let's get on. Now that we've made the big splash with Citizen Hearing on Disclosure, do we see... A sequel? Is there going to be a second citizen hearing on disclosure or what? Well, the citizen hearing on disclosure is pretty much done. Um, there's going to be other citizen hearings, but there's not going to be another citizen hearing on disclosure. It was a really good model. And as Ron brought up earlier, I mean, you can use this model across the board on any social issue that deserves attention uh, and deserves a jump start, especially those types of issues that are being ignored by by the bureaucracies and the corporations and the, and the politicians. But you know, I, I really think that it's it's important to, you know, use the, the gravitas of that particular model. And you can effect uh, some change in at least getting people to look at it who normally wouldn't look at it. What you're doing is you're creating you're creating a scenario that that's familiar and comfortable for people, uh, especially politicians. And and they need that comfort level. Politicians, uh, Danny Sheehan, uh, who I respect quite a bit, uh, brought up a very good point. Uh, and he says that politicians don't lead. What they do is they, they lick their fingers, stick it up in the air, and they go which way the wind's blowing. So if you create enough of a, of a groundswell, of a grassroots groundswell, you're going to – the politicians are going to want to jump ahead of that and, uh, and, and lead the charge if they, if they feel safe enough and if they feel that it's uh, – a subject that's not going to taint them, that's not going to, uh, to uh, you know, <laughs> make them uh, into fodder for their next election uh, opponent's, you know, TV ads. So, you know, again, I, th- I think it is a good model, but I really do have a problem with force-feeding our own conclusions onto a subject that is yet to be solved. Uh, sure, there's all sorts of indications that would lead the average person to believe that we are being visited by extraterrestrials. But until we can prove that, you can't approach scientists, you can't approach politicians and and put an emphasis on what has been the giggle factor the whole way. And I think it's important to to 
think out our approach a little better, be much more careful with our languaging, and be more conservative in how we approach people that are very conservative. And, uh, and I, I, again, I, I felt when I was going into this process of, of, of working with the production crew and filming this, I, I was a little jaded and cynical about its chances of success or, or even being uh, even noticed. If you have something to say, send us a tweet. You could reach us on Twitter. We're known as The Paracast. We have Ron James joining Gene and Chris. You're in The Paracast. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Whether it's personal mail, whether it's business email, you want reliable, dependable delivery, freedom from spam, freedom from viruses. Well, Polaris Mail offers professional email hosting services for your personal or small business use. Each account uses 25 gigabytes of storage, an easy-to-use webmail interface, and full mobile sync. Sign up today for a 30-day free trial at PolarisMail.com, PolarisMail.com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. Wouldn't it be nice to have one product that replaces more than 10, saving you space, time, and money? HempUSA.org has a complete full-spectrum vitamin mineral detox formulation called MicroPlant Powder Gold. MicroPlant Powder Gold contains 101 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and iodine, has a 100-year shelf life, and is a perfect addition to any storage shelter. Make MicroPlant Powder Gold your choice. Call 888-910-4367 or visit HempUSA.org today. HempUSA.org has a revolutionary wonder food for detoxing the body and rebuilding the immune system. Microplant powder can help unclog arteries and soften heart valves while removing heavy metals, virus, fungus, bacteria, and parasites. Plus, it cleans and purifies the blood, lungs, stomach, and colon. Keep your body clean with Microplant powder. Order today at 888-910-4367 or visit HempUSA.org. seen them on doomsday preppers you've seen them on network television shipping wars and the history channel now now the strongest shelters money can buy are here atlas survival shelters made in america from 10 foot diameter galvanized corrugated pipe up to 11 times stronger than square box shelters and built to last up to 200 years and you won't believe the amenities Atlas shelters contain microwaves, refrigerators, big screen TVs, water tanks, septic systems, bulletproof hatches, and much more. Virtually everything you have at home, just buried 20 feet deep and bombproof. See the amazing Atlas Survival Shelters at atlassurvivalshelters.com or call 1-855-4-BUNKER. That's 855-4-B-U-N-K-E-R or atlassurvivalshelters.com. Financing now available. Atlas Survival Shelters. Better prepared than scared. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy. 
There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. It's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So go to beyoungagain.com for a free copy of my jaw-dropping lecture. It may shock you, but it could save your life. So go to beyoungagain.com. Again, that's to beyoungagain.com. Hi, this is Nick Pope. You're listening to The Paracast. Producer Ron James, Chris O'Brien, and Gene Steinberg on this week's episode. And we're talking about the medium and the message and how to get the word out there and how to get people interested in the subject. Now, if it's going to be grassroots, if you're going to get the people involved. Well, that's why the Internet, Gene, is really important. And Ron has come up with a very interesting approach called Evolve TV, which I, I think is is at the vanguard of utilizing the wonderful opportunities that exist for grassroots, you know, organizing and, and creating uh, momentum in the culture, and, and that's the Internet. It's, it's one of the last things that we really have that, uh, that is, exemplifies that, that democratic, you know, sort of idea of free speech and of being able to, to get out a message uh, to a vast amount of people uh, worldwide. And, and I think Evolve TV is a step in the right direction. And I, I think we should have Ron uh, give us kind of a, a, an overview of what Evolve TV is and, and where he came up with the idea and where he plans to take it. Um, yeah, thanks, Chris. Back when I first started making the kind of conscious media productions that, that I've done, it, I, I built a formula that basically involves setting up these little studios and shooting these inexpensive pieces and, and then marketing them on DVD to independently owned stores and bypassing the entire media distribution machine and uh, and did fairly well with it. But I was always wishing that the technology on the web would get to the point where there would be a much more streamlined way of doing it. And in the last year, I was able to put together all of the different elements necessary to, to do this. And, and I created what I call the future of the television network. And while it's still in its infancy, the model itself, I believe, is going to be the trend as more and more people are gravitated towards media that is delivered directly to them instead of through gatekeepers and at the behest of advertisers. So I created a website called EvolveTV.com. What it is, is it's got pay-per-view movies, original programming that you can subscribe to. It's all done on a basis that is designed to make sure that the filmmaker gets paid. It flies in the face of the YouTube ripoffs, and it flies in the face of the people that today think that just because somebody makes a film, they should give it away for free. You know, I, I say to people, we actually, when we did the citizen hearing, we actually had people complaining that we were charging $3.83 to watch it. And one guy actually sent us an email wanting his $3.83 back because he didn't feel that he should have to pay for the citizen hearing video because he was downloading it and putting it on YouTube. And he thought that he was doing the world a favor and should get his four bucks back. 
it, it just blew me away. And the, and the future of media, believe me, people, if you want good media, you got to pay the people that are producing it. And so we've created Evolve TV as an online pay-per-view platform, and we're democratizing it by making everybody who's involved. Like if you have a website, you can pick videos that are on Evolve TV. You can sell them through your website, and people can watch them right there on the spot. They don't have to have a subscription, although we offer it. Um, and we do events like the Citizen Hearing. We stream the Citizen Hearing to a little under 10,000 people in two languages live right out of Washington. And certainly you have the problems that you have with web streaming, but we had an overall fantastic success. And so we're doing live events of this nature. We're carrying, we're working with independent filmmakers. We've got Sirius on there uh, from our favorite person that we were just talking about. We've got a whole slew of UFO movies that you can pop on and watch for $9.99 for the whole playlist. And we're opening it up to other filmmakers, bring their films in. We pay the largest percentage of royalties in the industry to filmmakers for, for letting us be the facilitator of their uh, pay-per-view streaming. We offer the platform to people. Anybody now can be in the pay-per-view video business. We can give them everything they need to paste and click, and there they go. And so we're developing original shows now that are going to be subscription based. Um, we've brought in some people like Rob Simone is going to be working with us on a show. Um, and some others that are just creating fantastic shows about topics that we believe people want to know. Uh, the next advances in paranormal phenomenon, the UFO field in a, good journalistically approached manner, uh, what's happening with alternative agriculture, how we can make the world a better place by getting rid of the GMOs and, and these companies that are trying to pollute the planet. Um, very conscious topics, all available in a cool platform. So it's EvolveTV.com. It's, like I said, it's still in its infancy, but go check it out and see what we have to offer. And we really do believe that this is where media and media delivery is going. You can't have a YouTube model for long where people produce media and they get paid pennies for putting it on because cameras cost money, houses cost money, food costs money. And so what's happening is unless you want to see the whole world more addicted to videotape of somebody's cat dancing, we've got to come up with a way that monetizes media to pay filmmakers and a way that enables filmmakers to make a living and keep producing the kind of stuff they want to produce. And so that's what we're doing with Evolve TV. We're, we're moving away from the trend of marginalizing content creators, moving them back into the spotlight and giving them a platform where they can have success instead of just being raked over the coals by unscrupulous distributors. Let me ask you a question here. Is there a possibility or something that would be considered with regard to putting iVolve TV on some of these set-top boxes like a Roku or an Apple TV as another uh, That's the next step. We're, ha we're developing apps now pretty soon. Uh, you're going to be able to pop open your Samsung VCR and there'll be an iVolve TV app and you just download it and you can watch whatever you want. So, I'm thinking yeah, that's, in terms that's, of that's what coming. Apple has because Apple is starting to add more and more channels to their Apple TV. Yep. And yeah. something like this would be interesting. Right now, they're still adding mainstream stuff like Watch ESPN and HBO Go or something like that. Well, if you weren't so video averse, we'd, uh, we could uh, have a Paracast, uh, uh, you know, full you know, full visual and audio uh, along with guests. And I mean, the technology is just leaping forward. I think it, it's up to the real creative minds out there to mold the platforms uh, in such a way that it, that it serves everyone. Um, Ron brings up a very good point. Uh, you know, you have your people out there like the twins who shall not be named, uh, you know, mixing in possibly 
just wonderful uh, evidentiary videos, along with some of the most hokey, hoaxed videos uh, possibly you could possibly ever imagine. My favorite is the alien uh, being dragged behind the car. <laughs> I don't know how many million hits that got. Uh, you know, it's 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 up to us. And Ron brought up a very good point. Uh, the market tends to follow where the interest is, and if and if people are slowly brought into a place of being educated, these types of ideas, I think, will flourish. And it it's got to be a win win for everybody concerned. Uh, you know, if you're some pimply fifteen year old kid in your mom's basement uh, spending two months doing a two minute hoaxed CG uh, UFO video. You know there should be there should be a, a channel for that, but people should should be educated to know that that's what they're looking at. A lot of people don't have the the educational uh, and research uh, you know background, and they haven't done the work. and And there's a lot of people that you know P.T. Barnum was talking about. There's a sucker born every minute, and we we have to take the suckers and give them their own sort of you know suck on this channel and then and then for everyone else who are true seekers and really do their own research and and are interested in 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 educating themselves in a proper manner these people need need a place to go as well there's a lot of people out there that are not happy with how the system is misserving us and and they want alternatives they want to know where to go to get uh, non-GMO foods, or where to go to get uh, quality alternative health uh, solutions and, and options, and and where to go to find out the proper way to investigate uh, paranormal subjects, unlike a lot of the reality shows out there that fabricate the uh, the evidence and that sort of thing. So, you know, I think that this is a real major step in the right direction, and I'm, I'm really glad that Ron has put a lot of thought, a lot of energy, a lot of resources into getting this thing off the ground. And uh, it would be great to uh, to somehow partner up with with him, uh, with the Paracast, and, may, and maybe, for instance, come up with a show that educates people how to how to properly uh, investigate uh, paranormal phenomena. Well, as far as being video averse is concerned, Pardon me? I don't mind. As far as being video averse is concerned, I don't want my face on camera, but I don't mind having my voice in the background. Yeah, well, I don't we mind having that. the camera on you or on the guests. We'll, we'll just silhouette you, Gene. Well, I could also wear a mask. <laughs> or I could be like the unknown comic. Remember the unknown comic, a guy named Murray Langston? Oh, yeah. The, the bag the on his bag. head. <laughs> he told the worst jokes in the world, but he carved out a career. Well, you could, way you, could also, you could also be, uh, we could call you uh, Triumphant, uh, the comedy uh, insult dog. <laughs> well, I have a dog here I could use his face. Yeah. You know, Gene, a place to start would be go through our site or let Chris go through our site. We've got some fantastic films there. Pick out the ones that you think your audience would be interested in, and we can give you a playlist that you can embed directly on the Paracast website where your clients could go to this page, pick out a UFO film they want to watch, or watch everyone in the playlist, pay for it right there, and without ever leaving your website, watch the movie pay-per-view. I'll you tell you what, folks. I'll that. tell you what. Let's let our listeners decide. If you want to see that kind of service, and we're going to expand the offerings of the Paracast, we'll get together with Ron and set something up. We have Ron James joining Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are... The GCN Radio Network. 
Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner, and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit, then carting to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. I have bought a few bottles of heart and body extract and have to say that it it certainly does work. That's what Jack from Michigan had to say after his experience with heart pain and what he did to treat it with heart and body extract. I actually had a huge heart flutter. I was also having some edema around my ankles and very worrisome clot in my uh, right leg that would happen from time to time while I was trying to sleep. Heart and body extract is all natural with no negative side effects. It will help repair or correct past problems associated with the heart and body circulation. After my second bottle of heart and body extract, all problems are now gone. Order at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305. I ordered a third bottle of heart and body extract for maintenance as I want to keep everything working. Order heart and body extract at 866-295-5305 or hbextract.com. Heart and body extract for a long and healthy life. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Jane Steinberg. So how about, ladies and gentlemen, would you like to see maybe a special channel designed just for the Paracast from iVolve TV? You know, here's what we can do. We've got a fantastic collection of ghost films, a lot of which Chris and I have produced ourselves. We've got a couple new ones coming out that are just going to be absolutely amazing. And um, then we've got the UFO films. And we even have the entire Citizen Hearing on Disclosure that you as an audience could go to the Paracast and for a nominal fee, watch them live at at your discretion on any device you want. And and so we could do that. We're talking about educational, enlightening, fun, topic-related stuff that y'all are interested in. And as an alternative, we could do Sharks Attack Supermodels in Lingerie. Just decide which one you'd rather see. (laughs) Brought to you by Fredericks of Hollywood and Victoria's Secret. And Coca-Cola and Kotex. Well, if you heard some of the ads, we run. Because, you know, we're on the same radio network as the one, the only... Alex Jones. Oh, well, that's awesome. (laughs) Well, you know, at least he gets people thinking. Sometimes what he has to say a lot of times is kind of wacky, to put it mildly. Well, you know, Chris and I shot a fantastic video with none other than David Icke, and that is another video that we can include. It's called Our Time to Shine. It's David and I talking for... 70 minutes about Barack Obama shortly after the election. And although some of the information in it is dated, it does basically show that David Icke has the potential to be called a prophet. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to ask you some questions now, Ron. Okay. Yeah. Let's go back to 2008 and 2009. Obama is elected, and you're talking to David Icke, and what did he predict? Well, he predicted that, you know, Obama was basically just another figurehead, same or different side of the same coin, and that shortly after his election, he was going to completely change. And we all know that sometime either right after he got elected before he took office or shortly after somebody put him down in the basement and um and and he just hasn't been the same since that always happens with the president we go back for example to jimmy carter and people thought you know what he saw ufo maybe he would get something done once he got into the white house and that's what always happens someone is elected they talk to the people they go down to the basement they communicate with the people they communicate with and they come out of it and suddenly, what they did and what they promised is no longer promised, no longer exists. You, you know, you got to wonder what happens. I mean, it's almost like the the, the um, alien movies where people are replaced by pods. And in fact, David, you know, kind of thinks that maybe that's what happens. But um, <laughs> oh, I was saying that um, <laughs> you, you kind of wonder these guys go, they get elected. Then they come out and they've and they've been changed and it's like that that movie where pods replace the people and and David kind of thinks that too he's like oh yeah it's it's not Obama anymore he's been replaced by a shape shifting reptile it's all part of the same bloodline Obama Dick Cheney they're all cousins right so you know at the end of the day um, something happens to these guys and and you have to wonder what what is it that they're told that could be so shaking that they go into office just having these radical visions of change and they come out of whatever they are whatever is revealed to them and all of a sudden they're just playing the same old game it, yeah it, you know it's like what what is it they're being told i mean is it something like you know don't worry about it the the whole planet's going to get wiped out by an asteroid it happens every x number of years that's why we're building all these underground bases save what we can it's all a dog and pony show so sit down and enjoy it um or you know what is it that these guys are being told or being threatened with that makes them change so radically. Because I honestly believe that Barack Obama was an idealistic guy with true vision and, you know, he's a, and a human being. And, and he still is, you know, but, but he has been way tempered and, and he is, he has been fit to the system rather than the system being fit to him. So what do you think happens to these guys? I think it's not so much being replaced by the pod people, well, but no. I think it is being told things. Yeah told things by the nsa by secret intelligence people being given the first realistic honest view of what's going on inside the government and realizing that in order to survive and not to have an accident occur they've got to play ball do the best they can but they've got to play ball well uh, i i need to kind of add this this is a pretty interesting story i heard last night at the et working group uh et media group that meets once a month uh at ron's studio well it's interesting that uh, this subject uh, came up about what what these uh politicians are told once they get into office last night at ron's studio uh they had their monthly et media group uh gathering that Stephen bassett sort of uh, uh chairs and and puts together and the the guest speaker was jesse ventura's son tyrell ventura and he told a very interesting story that i'm not sure many of our listeners are aware of about his dad as soon as he was elected uh much to everyone's surprise governor of minnesota uh it was quite a um i think a wake-up call to the uh status quo and the powers that be 
because uh, one day he sat down early in his uh, administration uh, when he was taking office. He sat down and he noticed that there was a meeting scheduled for the end of the day, but there was but the actual person uh, he was supposed to be meeting with uh, the name was blank on on his uh, his you know his, his schedule. So uh, he asked his. Uh, his uh, advisor, whoever put his secretary, whoever put the schedule together, and they said, well, you know, it's actually the CIA It wants to meet with you. And so, you know, Jesse was a, a special ops guy, and he I think he did have some dealings a little bit here and there with uh, with citizens in action or Christians in, in action, as they are fondly referred to in the spec op community. And so uh, at the end of the day, he went down there, and there were 23 CIA operatives or officers or i don't know what you'd want to call them but they were all you know card cane members of uh that particular organization agency and uh they sat in a semicircle around him and they started pumping him with questions and and, and jesse said well wait a minute you know why don't you introduce yourselves and uh he said ty said about half of them actually gave you know jesse their names but basically uh they started peppering him about how he managed to win the governorship of minnesota and Jesse could tell right away that they were interested in in figuring out how he was able to do something that they they were unable to predict, and 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 they were trying to figure out you know his methodology and and how he actually pulled it off. And I guess the upshot of the story is that that Jesse walked away from the meeting with the firm you know feeling that they were trying to figure out how he did it so that they could somehow circumvent it ever happening again. So. There's an example of a governor who is elected, uh, much to the surprise of the entrenched powers that be, and then being uh, quizzed by <laughs> none other than our our own, uh, you know, Central Intelligence Agency officials. And and one of the things that kind of puzzles me is number one, what what is the CIA doing interested in a governor uh, when their mandate at this point in time was only uh, foreign affairs and and they they were not authorized to operate domestically so what's wrong with that picture of course now with the patriot act and the the ndaa and all these other uh developments since uh, 9-11 uh, of course the cia can operate wherever they want now but at the time i think this was 98 this was not the case and and you know that you you do have to wonder what these guys are told what they're what sort of uh, sort of democracies is held over their heads or their families' uh, heads uh, in order to get them to to uh, to play the game as it's been agreed upon at some high level of power? And well, uh, I think that this this is a, a rather disturbing element that's uh, involved in our political process: uh, the undue influence of the you know the military, industrial, intelligence, corporate uh, <laughs> complex, and. Uh, you know, we're going downhill fast with all this. The the haves uh, are getting fewer and have more, and the have-nots are getting less and getting angry. So this is something that uh, is going to come to a head at some point. I don't think the American people are going to put up with, with it's going to have to reach a tipping point. So uh, I just wanted to pass along that story. I also quizzed Ty, uh, uh, Tyrell about the... <laughs> The Skinwalker Ranch episode that uh, I was involved with uh, with Jesse's show, Conspiracy Theory. And, I'll, and I'm uh, going to ask you that in the next segment. Okay. We want to know what Mr. Ventura and you talked about. With Gene and Chris and Ron James joining us, you're in The Paracast.
Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, paranormal activity, and Freudian phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, and the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox. Plus, a bonus free email newsletter sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to MrUFO at WebTV.net. That's MrUFO at WebTV.net. Find out what they don't want you to know. Have you ever felt like the United States government knows way too much about your financial affairs? I continue to hear stories about property seizures, frozen bank accounts, confiscation of stocks and bonds. It makes me wonder if the U.S. citizen will ever again have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Unfortunately, with the Drug and Money Laundering Act, the IRS Revenue Ruling 6045 of 1984, and the Trading with the Enemy Act and Franklin D. Roosevelt's Executive Order of 1933, some precious metal holdings are subject to government intervention. For this reason, Midas Resources has prepared a report explaining the boundaries of trading precious metals privately. Whether if you have any intention of trading with Midas Resources or not, I have instructed my representatives to give this report out free. Call for your free copy at 1-800-686-2237. When investing, always proceed with caution. Again, call 1-800-686-2237. Exercise your legal right to trade metals privately. 1-800-686-2237. What's safer and cheaper than prescription drugs? Glad you asked. The answer is Renovation Teas. Herbal remedies are much safer and much cheaper than prescription drugs. Taste great, and most importantly, herbal teas are effective and non-addictive. Renovation Tea is especially unique, and here's why. We spent years researching herbs and their beneficial properties. Renovation Teas uses only 100% organic, fair trade herbs. Our teas are blended towards specific ailments and health conditions, such as diabetes, blood pressure, anxiety, libido, detox, and much more. All renovation teas are formulated and hand-filled in Arkansas. Take care of yourself naturally, the way Mother Nature intended. Order renovation teas at renovationtea.com or call 870-784-3121. That's 870-784-3121. Renovation teas. Renovate your health one bag at a time. Stop wasting countless hours scouring the web for survival gear when you can visit GearUpCenter.com. We specialize in the latest, most innovative products you can't find anywhere else. Products like the Crowville Multi-Tool, Aquaponics Systems, and our fully loaded Bug-Out Survival Trailer. Tim Rawson here. I created GearUpCenter to bring you the latest quality-tested survival gear at the best price. Be sure to catch me again next season on National Geographic's Doomsday Prepper, where I'll be demonstrating my new Excalibur shotgun adapter system. Get the gear your life can depend on at GearUpCenter.com. And remember, prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Attention preppers, think you've got everything? Think again. You need Rescue Tape, the ultimate emergency repair tape used by the U.S. Army on trucks and tanks as part of their battle damage repair kit. Rescue Tape is 20 times stronger than duct tape. Rescue Tape repairs leaky pipes and hoses up to 500 degrees, waterproofs electrical connections, and even works right over oily, dirty surfaces. Rescue Tape belongs in every prepper's survival kit, bug out bag, and emergency kit. Get rescued or just get stuck. Learn more at rescuetape.com. 
We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. This is another one of those special NSA episodes of the Paracast, ladies and gentlemen. We know they are listening now. We know they are here. We know that maybe they have fans. You know, if you're at the NSA and you're listening to the Paracast, you're a fan. Send us a tweet or something, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we need our own deep throat to, to tell us when we're skirting on that line that might get us uh, renditioned. <laughs> I think that's already happened. <laughs> that's what it is. That explains everything. <laughs> but you were about to say, you were talking with Ty about Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, and uh, it's pretty interesting. He, he pretty much said that uh, it was the True TV corporate side that that was involved in changing the show from what I was told by one of the executive producers was some of the best work he'd ever done. It was an incredibly good, fantastic episode. And then by the time it came out, it was just merely good, which I, I almost have a problem with even putting that tag on it. But we should go back a little bit here. You were asked to be part of the show. Well, I helped develop the show. I was involved from the very beginning, uh, developing the show, the subjects they were going to cover, some of the uh, particular angles they were going to take. The show was about Robert Bigelow, the budget suites uh, hotel chain owner and and multi-billionaire who has recently been uh, tasked by NASA and hired by NASA to supply modules for the U.S. uh, space program for the space station. And his ultimate uh, goal is to put a hotel in space with Bigelow Aerospace. He's also the one that the FAA entered into an agreement with uh, so that when anyone calls the uh, Federal Aeronautics Administration with a UFO report, it is automatically forwarded to uh, Bigelow Aerospace. Uh, A lot of people aren't aware of that, and I I like to, to keep reminding people of this. The show was about Robert Bigelow, but, of course, the Skinwalker Ranch uh, is one of the more visible projects that he's involved with, at least in the realm of, of UFOs and the paranormal. And as, as we all know, I was involved uh, very early on, back in the mid-'90s, investigating the case before Bigelow was involved. When Bigelow bought the ranch, then he, he put a whole team of crack scientists up there, uh, we don't know exactly what kind of data they ended up uh, gathering. Uh, we do know that uh, some amazing events occurred. Uh, word of these uh, events, uh, some of them have come out in the George Knapp, Cone Kelleher book, Hunt for the Skinwalker, which is about the Sherman Ranch up there. When we went up there uh, for the Conspiracy Theory show to do the shoot, we had a couple of interesting experiences while we were there. By the time eight months went by and the show was revised, I don't know how many times, at least eight to ten times, if not more, the show was watered down into a a puff piece that uh, ended up at the very end uh, summing up Bigelow's interest in the UFO question as, well, he's building an escape pod in space, so when the aliens invade Earth, he has a place to escape to, to his uh, inflatable space station that he owns. And, and it, which is ludicrous. And, uh, of course, I had some problems with uh, the editing of the show. I was taken, my, my comments were twisted around, and actually they had me saying the opposite, the exact opposite of what I actually said and what I, what I uh, stand behind. And Ty apologized publicly there and said, look, you know, I, I'm really sorry that this happened. 
Uh, the show has been taken out of production. True TV didn't realize what they were getting into. It was uh, too too much of a hot potato for them. They had to, uh, obviously, he didn't say this, but obviously, I think the, the corporate side was uh, bowing to pressure and trying to exert undue pressure on the actual content. He said they would get these, these uh, lists of revisions from corporate types who were trying to get creative. And when that happens, uh, you might as well just <laughs> kiss the project goodbye because suits are not uh, normally creative types. They're bean counters. That's their job. And when they get involved in the creative process, uh, you know, it, it really messes things up. So he was uh, upset about uh, about how the network handled the show, you know, made a public apology for uh, at least my particular uh, issues that I had with my on-camera participation and how it was portrayed. And he's gone on, uh, has a, a new channel on the on YouTube called Buzzsaw, which looks like a really good idea. He and Sean Stone, Oliver Stone's son, have their own show that looks at, uh, you know, important controversial topics of the day. And uh, with no, you know, no filter, they're, they're actually uh, covering... You know, the Snowden affair with the NSA and a, a lot of very, uh, I think, important current current affair topics. So so it was very interesting to uh, get an insider's uh, view and uh, subsequent apology for stuff that was out of his control. I mean, he wasn't in the editing room changing my, my dialogue around. Uh, you know, that was all done by others. And that's one reason why the show is not going to be on the air anymore is because they just did not want to bow to that kind of undue influence. You were on another show. Once upon a time with a guy who's associated with UFO magazine, Bill Burns. Right. Where they also edited what you did, what you said, and made it very much opposite of what you expected. Well, not opposite. I, I was explaining about my theories of hotspot areas and portal areas as it related to my, my work as a field investigator in the San Luis Valley of Colorado. And they edited this uh, particular interview to sound like I was talking about the Sedona area. It's not that they, they changed it to 180 degrees. All they did was move the location that I was referring to and made it sound like all this work that I was talking about was about Sedona, and it wasn't. It was about an area that was 350, 400 miles away. Why and, did uh, they do that? Well, because Bill Burns loves Sedona, and he wants Sedona to be the, the, the center of the universe, uh, the ufological universe. And unfortunately, that's not the case. And I don't blame him personally but I sure have an issue with Dave Pavoni, the uh, the guy who was in charge of production, and uh, I do under I understand they've written a book about the uh, UFO Hunters show, uh, where they go through episode by episode and explain in book form uh, the process of putting the show together, what they discovered, uh, adding things that they left out, and I guess I am mentioned in there as being very unhappy with how they treated my particular involvement in the the project. I think it was show number five, season one of ufo hunters so you know this is this comes with the territory uh, with the media you never know what a creative editor is going to do with your particular you know sound bites and you know out of 50 60 shows i've done i've only really had issues with four of them and so i think that's a pretty good track record and i've i'm pretty proud that i've managed to escape fairly unscathed let me talk about bill burns i asked him about that once i said what happened here he blames the producer he said he had nothing to do with it so there you go well, normally the on-air talent doesn't have anything to do with the post-production process. Uh, maybe they're brought in uh, to sign off on stuff or to, to have them pat the uh, producers on the back or something. But, but generally, once that show is in the can, it's out of your hands. And, and that's why uh, projects like Evolve TV, Ron's work, I Evolve TV, 
um, and Tracy and, and James's film, um, I, I think are real steps in the right direction because we're, what we're doing is we're losing the filters and the, the corporate control that stands between the creative process and its final its final form as it's uh, presented out to the audience. So I think the Internet is really an important player in this whole thing. I think that there's a lot of potential for uh, the old model of corporate-controlled broadcast media to be um, circumvented and and to have more uh, pure, unfiltered programming uh, presented out there to the market. And we're going to have to succumb to some corporate reflections right now. With Gene and Chris... You're in the Paracast. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com what if you had a witness everywhere you drive? Now you can with VideoDashCam.com. From truckers to motorcyclists, the handy Video Dash Cam can be used for insurance claims, accidents, police encounters, road rage, or natural disasters. Has instant screen playback and optional night vision. Get the best quality, affordable HD dash cameras available at VideoDashCam.com. That's VideoDashCam.com. Or call 855-855-2022. Always have a witness with Video Dash Cam. We the people grow Cotton weave fabric engraving can bed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit and carting to a private bank, having it lent back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Hi, Ted Anderson. I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Got a simple question for you. Can you sell? Yes? Okay. Can you sell the intangible? If yes, and you'd like to work 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, with no overtime, no weekends, if you're passionate about not closing sales, but about opening relationships, if you truly have a desire to serve global clients who need your advertising expertise, and you're local to the Twin Cities and Burnsville, are hardworking, self-driven, with experience in sales, marketing, or advertising, are personable, and a whiz on the phone, GCN wants to talk with you right now. GCN, the Genesis Communications Network, is one of the largest 
largest independent talk radio networks in the world, and we're hiring right now. We offer benefits and an excellent commission structure. Experience preferred, but we'll train the right person. Is that you? Submit your resume today to advertise at GCNlive.com. Again, that's advertise at GCNlive.com. Come work with the Genesis Communications Network, an equal opportunity employer. Hi, my name is Annette, and due to menopause symptoms for nearly two years, I suffered severe hot flashes, which prevented me from sleeping all night. It was so hard to work because I continued all day to have the hot flashes from hell. I was exhausted and depleted. After only three weeks on One World Way, I have no hot flashes, and I'm sleeping normally again. I feel energized and strong. This is an amazing product. It is a little-known fact that every single cell of your body is supposed to produce 10% of its protein content as glutathione. But due to toxicity and aging, it does not. Could glutathione be a missing factor in optimal cell function for your entire body? If you restore the optimal glutathione levels in your cells, especially your glands and organs, then as a result, your glands and organs work better. Imagine the quality of life improvement you might have. To order One World Way, call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorldWhey.com. Hi, my name is Richard Dolan. You're listening to the Paracast. So Chris is enjoying the sunshine, enjoying the ocean at Laguna Beach, California with Ron James. We're talking about whether it's possible to change, make changes in the way that documentary films, anything educational is presented. We can get away from our culture of reality shows, which to my mind are perfectly awful. I mean, if I'm going to watch TV and I want to watch something that's fiction, I'll watch a scripted drama. Sometimes they're pretty good. Yeah, I like Deadli- Deadliest Catch. I've, I've been a fan of that show since it came out. I'm, I was almost a Alaska fisherman, so I have a personal kind of just interest in, in the subject. But I think out of all the reality shows, uh, there are a few good ones, and Deadliest Catch is up there at the top of my list. I, I think that's a very, very well-done show. These guys are extremely brave to go out and crab fish in the Bering Sea. And I think, Ron, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think two guys from the cruise have been severely injured or died during the production of uh, seven years of the show. Yeah, they have. Um, You know, another one that's very popular and very frightening, I'm always, we have an 11-year-old here, and I'm always trying to turn him on to things like sci-fi and alien stuff and, and, and ghost stuff and get him into that kind of thing. I accidentally let him watch Swamp People, and he just became so hooked on that show that now he's talking like the people. He doesn't want his tooth to grow back. He uh, he downloaded the Flash games, so and now he's catching fake alligators on his iPad. It's just, it's just not good. And I'm like, Jonathan, what are you going to be when you grow up? I thought you wanted to be an Apple engineer. No, I want to go to the Swamp and be Troy. I I want to pop gators i'm like oh my god what have i done what has this evil media machine done to the child of this house so you know and and then the rest of the world is watching this show and they see these guys like troy and this this these toothless rednecks out there in the middle of the swamp going around shooting alligators and and they're probably sitting over in china and russia going really how did these guys get where they are i don't get it so yeah it's sad the level of reality show they're getting they're getting worse and worse they're just looking for the most outrageous, crazy, disturbed characters they can find and giving them their own TV shows. 
Yes, then I'm giving us a TV show. I'm not looking for a TV show. I don't want to be on TV. As I said, I would be the voice behind the camera. You know, watch the people, watch the action, but I'll stay behind. I still have to think about the mask, though. You think maybe the <laughs> unknown comic mask doesn't make it? Maybe the mask from the movie The Shadow, the one with Alec Baldwin, remember he wore it? wasn't really well, a mask. It was yeah. is that his face became very hard and distorted when well, he became could, could, The Shadow. You could put on the Guy Fox mask, you know, the Occupy mask. O- sure, Occupy, sure. Uh, yeah, the Vendetta mask. Vendetta mask, yes. right. I can go for that, but some people think that's the way I look now. Well, then you wouldn't have to give credit to the mask makers. Hey, that's right. That's good. <laughs> the point is, is that if you want to be on television and do it anonymously, there's there are certainly ways to do that. We'll just shoot the back of your head. Yeah, there, there's probably a whole mystique we could build, you know. It's just it's my just, voice. I am an amorphous voice. Yeah, you could be the disembodied voice of the show, and every once in a while you can fill in and be an EVP. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It was a voice from nowhere. No, he's part of the cast. No, really, it was another voice from nowhere. No, really, it's part of the cast. He's faking it. Oh, yeah, shoot, sorry. <laughs> well, I could always become a Dalek, a robotic creature that says, Exterminate! Yeah, or you could be a cartoon character. Like, so so this kitty. is uh, this is the new Paracast challenge to the audience. Help us design the show you would like to see us do, and we will do it, and then you can pay $1.99 to watch it. That is the new agreement that media producers and the people who watch their stuff need to have. Tell me what you want. I'll make it for you, and then help me to cover what it costs me to do it so that I can have a nice life. And what's happening in media now is I make a film, and the audience absolutely expects that they should be able to watch it on YouTube for free. And then if I make a stink about it, I had a guy that kept putting Dead Whisper on YouTube. I chased him down five times. And the last time he took it down, he put an explanation on his YouTube channel that the a-hole who made the movie made him take it off. Well, isn't just, that just too bad? you kidding me. Isn't so, that just too bad that you dare to assert your intellectual property rights and your copyright rights. Well, apparently, rights. apparently you have none. You know, and this one guy wrote us a letter at Citizen Hearing lambasting us for not making the Citizen Hearing free. And I said to him in, in my reply, I said, well, I mean, would you go to work and do your job for free just because people think they're entitled to clean dishes? <laughs> That was a little, yeah, it was a great comeback, but you know, it illustrates a point. Nobody works for free, but for some reason, filmmakers, content creators, and social movers and shakers are like, we owe, yeah, like we owe something to the planet and, and we, and we should be sleeping in our vans. And, you know, that's, it's just not the way it's going to work. And if people continue to look at content creators and intellectual property as something that's not just as real as shoplifting a steak at, at Ralph's then we're going to have a problem with the quality of media. There is a revolution happening right now where good quality, truthful, honest media can move the agenda of the planet forward in a positive way, but it still has to be supported. And that's what we're trying to do with Evolve TV. And hopefully the audience is going to get that and they're going to say, you know what, I don't mind. It's just like Apple came out with iTunes. People didn't mind suddenly paying the the 99 cents for a piece of music because they made it easy. And I think it's the same way with media. Even YouTube, Netflix, 
all of the big studios are moving towards a pay-per-view model. YouTube is rolling it out. They're, they're going to have pay-per-view channels. And people need to get on board with this idea. You can have wonderful media that's almost tailored to your exact needs. And if you're just willing to pay a little bit of money to watch it, it'll get better and better and better. And that's what we're doing with Evolve TV. But do you replace the TV networks and the cable networks with that? Or is that something that will happen 20 years from now? Or will you just change them? It's already changing. It's already changing. And and if you go to RonaldJamesTelevision.com, and there's nothing on the website. I'm not trying to promote it. But I left it up there because it was my very first website when I got into the video business. And there's a thing on there that I, where I said that the future of television is more specialized program for lesser but more loyal audiences. And what I mean by that is that as the ability to deliver media gets increases and the people in charge of it decrease and the cost of producing it gets less and less, then your personal tastes are going to be catered to in unprecedented ways. If you want to learn how to build an ultralight airplane, you're going to be able to go watch a whole show about building an ultralight airplane. If you want to know how to skin a red snapper after a day of fishing, there's going to be a fishing show that will teach you that. And the quality of that stuff will get better if the industry figures out how to monetize it. And the need for it will expand and pretty soon these these channels that are doing all this mainstream stuff you're always going to have mainstream but more and more people are paying attention to more and more specialized media and so we just need to encourage that market and we need to encourage that revolution and we need to do it in such a way that makes it possible to make it better and better and so i think that there's room for both but i think that the the specialized focus stuff if you want to see a show about electronic voice phenomenon wouldn't it be great if you could go and just watch four or five films just about that, that were all really well done, and, and for every interest? We're going to wind the next segment of the show to talk about the things you're working on, Ron. And maybe you're working on with Chris. Reveal all the secrets right now, all the spoilers. Let's start right now. We have about a minute. Well, okay, well, we're being attacked by tricksters. Let me just get my spray. I have trickster spray here. And I use to swat those things down. Hey, look, man, I'm sitting across from Chris in front of this mic, and I have to tell everybody listening, no matter how frightening that sounded, it looked far worse. <laughs> I've seen Chris do this, you know. Sometimes I sit across the mic from him on a rare occasion. The most recent time, though, I put him in the other room with the dog. Well, somebody mentioned on the forum at forum.theparacast.com that they missed my trickster voice, and I hadn't done it in, in so long they didn't even remember the last time. So that was for you. Okay, this voice is for you. You know, I was thinking here, too, we'll start collecting. Right, Budweiser suing you for copyright. Let him get in line. You know, what we could do is maybe have a collection of particular guests doing the Paracast and just play the Paracast with different voices and see what people like the best and use that for the show. Hey, let people let people in the audience do open auditions. I'll give away a free month to Evolve TV for the winner with the best the Paracast. Or, you know, whatever. That wasn't bad. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. 
If you want to get your website online and you need reliable service, first-class service at the lowest possible price, there's only one place to go. Well, DreamHost has a special promotion with our show where they'll offer you unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, one-click web apps such as WordPress, 24-7 support. You can save over $55. You want to know how? Go to DreamHost.com slash radio, DreamHost.com slash radio. Whether it's personal mail, whether it's business email, you want reliable, dependable delivery, freedom from spam, freedom from viruses. Well, Polaris Mail offers professional email hosting services for your personal or small business use. Each account uses 25 gigabytes of storage, an easy-to-use webmail interface, and full mobile sync. Sign up today for a 30-day free trial at PolarisMail.com, PolarisMail.com. It's hard to imagine when things are going reasonably well, just how quickly things can change. But what would it take? Economic collapse? Massive crop failure? Chemical or biological attack? So many situations could find you in the grocery looking to pick up food for your family only to find that the shelves are empty. There's nothing. Don't let that happen. Act today to make sure that if it ever comes to that, you and your family will be provided for. Visit FreezeDryGuy.com to look at the wide variety of survival foods available. Freeze-dried foods from the Freeze-Dry Guy store longer, rehydrate faster, are nutritionally superior to, and taste better than any other long-term storage food available. Visit FreezeDryGuy.com or call toll-free 866-404-3663. FreezeDryGuy.com American gardeners and fellow patriots make the right choice with your money, time, and your family food supply. Choose 100% pure heirloom seeds in the Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com. Why spend more? The Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com is only $37.95 and includes 20 varieties of pure, hardy, easy-to-grow heirloom seeds. Yes, only $37.95. That's 70% less than our competitors. You could buy three Survival Seed Vaults for less than one of theirs. The Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com includes detailed planting and seed saving instructions and ships same day. Plus, all orders over $49 ship free. MyPatriotSupply.com is American owned by patriots like you, passionate about freedom and preparedness. Call now, 866-229-0927. That's 866-229-0927. Or discover more emergency preparedness items when you order at MyPatriotSupply.com. Choose the original. Choose the Survival Seed Vault at MyPatriotSupply.com. Did you know that 50% of heart attacks are brought on by infections? Did you know that hospitals are breeding grounds for antibiotic-resistant bugs like MRSA? The environment is infected with parasites, and the mild winter means ticks with Lyme disease, mosquitoes with West Nile virus, and cold and flu viruses will be on the rise. Protect yourself with nature's natural antiparasitic, antiviral, antifungal, antibiotic, Allison, the heart of garlic. Get concentrated protection with Ali C and Ali Ben from Affinity Health Products. One capsule of Ali C equals 40 cloves of garlic or 100 garlic pills with no garlic breath. Ali Ben has Allison in spray, liquid, and cream forms with three times more strength than leading brands and costs less. Go to Ali-C.com, spelled A-L-L-I-C.com, or call 855-ALLISON. That's 855-255-4246. That's 855-255-4246. Protect yourself with Ali C and Ali Ban from Affinity Health Products at Ali-C.com.
This is Jacques Vallée, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. No phlegm involved. The yeah. Paracast! Uh, yeah, uh, you're listening to uh, yeah, yeah, the Paracast. <coughs> yeah, uh, calm down, Beavis. <coughs> I, I can't. I'm, I've, I've got an EVP up my butt. <coughs> yeah, shut up. People think the show's going to the dogs, and they're right. We have Ron James joining us with Gene and Chris. We're trying to see who does the best voice of the Paracast. Notice I never do it. I will never do it. I think it's better if other people do it. Speaking of other projects, Ron, what are you working on in the near future? Wow, it's a lot. You know, as part of my Evolve TV business model, we are developing our own original shows. So we have six of them in the works right now. One of them is called The Biggest Dreamer, uh, where we are going to follow people as they try to uh, improve their lives by changing their inner belief systems. This is like The Apprentice meets The Secret. It's... um. It's teaching people that in order to create change on the outside, they have to change on the inside. And we use, you know, different people with different types of issues and, and basically teach them to manifest. It's about creating your own reality. So it's, it's kind of a very cutting edge reality show um, that is it, it's an example of what we're what we're choosing to do. And, and what that is, is take models of programming that we know work and inject them with positive, conscious, educational, and transformational messages. So that's one. We're doing another one that's really exciting to me about alternative agriculture. I'm involved with uh, um, vertical gardening, uh, and it's a whole new technology for growing food that is it uses hardly it uses 10% of the water grows three times as much food per square foot and is you can do it anywhere and so i honestly believe that this is the way out of the gmo revolution it is the way to solve the world's hunger problem so we're making a show about that we're making a show called quantum paranormal which is all about scientific explanations that are arising for paranormal activity we're making another show with nick delgado about the cutting edge um advances in nutrition and preserving youth and a few more you can read about them on the website and then chris and i have been shooting paranormal stuff for a really long time and we've just got this archive of material that's never been released so while chris is here we're going through everything and putting together it's going to be a film um, i haven't decided what to call it yet um, it's going to be something that basically tells these little vignette stories we've got guys getting scratched by ghosts where you see the wounds we've got amy april allen the star of the dead files and some of her early work uh just doing some unbelievable psychic mediumship um and just a, a host of stuff um very interesting skinwalker stories bigfoot stories some more evp stuff so we've got enough paranormal related material that's already in the can already edited that really needs to get out so i haven't decided how we're going to release it yet it's either going to be a film available on evolve tv or a show available on Evolve TV. I'm pretty much at the point in my life now where everything I create, I'm going to put on my station and anybody in the world can watch it. So we're just going to expand that. And I invite other filmmakers, if you've got content, talk to me about being on Evolve TV um, because it truly is, it's a turnkey system for all of you. And it's all about putting you first, the filmmakers, and letting you connect with your audience. So 
that's what it's all about. So we have a boatload of productions. I'm certainly not sitting still. Chris is out here helping with stuff that we've had in the pipeline for a really long time. So it's going to be great. Chris, of course, you went out there to do some stuff, not just enjoy the beach and attend UFO meetings. So what projects are you working on with Ron? Well, right now, um, of course, uh, as Ron mentioned, uh, we are going through some of these um, uh, past uh, in-the-can in the projects that we have and, and reformatting them uh, based on the kind of end model that we see. Um, also, obviously, uh, stocking the herd is, is moving ahead uh, in leaps and bounds. I'm about a third, I figure about a third done with the, uh, with the book that will be out here at the end of the summer, beginning of the fall which will be uh, hopefully considered the definitive look and most comprehensive look and objective look at the unexplained livestock death phenomenon. And also, uh, it's going to address uh, humankind's you know, incestuous relationship with, with cattle and livestock. And it's going to be crammed full of uh, just mind-warping information and, and a blow-by-blow and blow, um, examination and unraveling of how the cattle mutilation phenomenon got, first got started and how it unfolded during the 70s and continues to to today. It sounds like a big task, a huge task. Huge. Well, we could use a few definitive pieces of coverage there because not all the coverage about cattle mutilation has really been very good, don't you think? Well, it's 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 been dominated by um, you know preconceived uh, thinking. Uh, people tend to go into many paranormal subjects with their minds already made up and then they run around looking for the data to support their foregone conclusions i'm attempting to be as brutally objective about this whole mystery as as, as humanly possible and really examine it and allow the the top people in the field to to state their case i have a, a series of interviews that i'm doing with some of the people that have been involved over the years in this uh investigating this and researching this mystery and i i want everybody to get their chance to to uh, throw out their best argument about what they think is is involved in this and why and who the perpetrators are and what the possible agendas are. So this is going to be a pretty comprehensive, objective look at, at something that really does not get the kind of attention I think it deserves. I mean, we have the capacity right now in this country to to slaughter, render, and uh, and process um, you know upwards of a thousand, twelve hundred animals an hour. And, and uh, so we're mutilating a lot of cattle uh, <laughs> as we speak. And I think it's important for people to understand that beef cannot continue for long as a protein source. Uh, cattle, cattle herds are devastating the planet, uh, probably the second leading cause of planetary uh, degradation, uh, second only to humans. And uh, this is a real, real dark horse kind of gorilla in the closet type subject that um, I, I really hope people are going to read this book and and wake up a little all right well is this also a pitch not to eat meat anymore no not at all no okay so how do you deal with it in a responsible environmentally sensitive way well i think number one uh people need to be educated i think uh for instance uh to get a to drive a car you have to get a license. You have to go through a, a, a training and, and, and become licensed to uh, have the privilege of driving on the roads. I think meat eating should be a privilege. And I think everyone who wants to eat meat has to go through a three-day course that shows them the exact process that it takes for that meat to be raised, to be rendered, slaughtered, rendered, packaged, and presented to you and everything that goes on in the process. And I'll bet you if you had to be licensed to eat meat, 
50% of the, of the population immediately would become vegetarian. If you had any idea of what it takes to get that piece of meat underneath that piece of plastic wrap in your supermarket, if you had any idea of that process, I'll bet you'd think twice every time you fired up that grill. Are you saying even with sustainable ways of farming and, and with, you know, free-range, grass-fed, no hormone, yep. it's still? It, it should all be in there. And uh, when I when I eat meat, which I don't uh, very much <laughs> anymore, I do try to stay away from it if it's possible and when it's possible. Uh, I'm very conscious and aware of what I'm doing. And uh, it's, you know, again, uh, there are proper ways to do things. Cattle are only really detrimental to the environment when they stay in one place. If we could somehow move cattle around, they're actually very good for the environment if they're on the move. And there are sustainability uh, issues that that need to be addressed uh, with the 1.37 billion cattle on the planet. You know, this is a very complicated subject, and and it uh, it deserves much more attention and education than uh, it's receiving. Well, I want to ask about chicken because I think those comments will get plucked from this episode. Ron James, tell our listeners where they can find more of your stuff. Um, Well, I've taken basically my entire uh, video catalog and put it all on my network and the work of other people as well, and that's EvolveTV.com. It sounds easy, but it's just like the word Evolve, only replace it with an I, and then the letters tv.com so it's evolvetv.com and it's a pay-per-view channel you can watch whatever you want for very reasonable prices and support the filmmakers that make it possible and uh, go sign up for our email list and let us keep you posted on what's happening as we evolve the future of the television network and chris can be found at ourstrangeplanet.com that's ourstrangeplanet.com you can find us on twitter where we are known as the paracast You can also find us on Facebook. We have a Paracast fan club. In fact, we have two of them, and one day we'll make them into one. On the Paracast, Ron James, thanks for joining us on the show. Oh, thank you, Gene. Really appreciate it. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.